And welcome back to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. I'm your host this week, Brian, here with Dan and Pat. Say hello, boys. Hello. This I would like to, week. I would like to dedicate this podcast oh. to Pat. Hey, don't know what I did. <laughs> that's a good, that's uh, always good, dedicating it to Pat. Yeah, yeah, boy. I don't think we've ever done that before. I just wanted to start off with Pat. Heck yeah, boy. Pat, there, there also might be a week where I'm not hosting. Yeah, but it's like so. pretty much every week you're hosting. Yeah, no, I still got to say it, though, because yeah. then what if next week then Andrew's the host and they're a new listener and they're like, what the fuck? Listen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get you. Whatever. I don't know, man. The intro is always just, I try to be consistent, and I feel like I've been saying the host this week, so I'm just That's sticking fine, dude. Rock. I, I think it's consistent. I, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's it's simple. Yeah, try to keep yeah, it simple. We used to, we used to do that whole thing with, like, the, the live band and everything. That, was, that got confusing, you know? Yeah, that was good a thing, weird time good for we us. Stopped that. Dan, you having you having nightmares again? I don't remember that. No, we had the live that live band in the background that would play uh, Post Malone songs. By live band, he means he would just tape a bunch of instruments to to Andrew's old dog, <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of horns, and just <laughs> let her roll around and see what noises came out of her. Like, yeah, that, it's actually really that funny. Because really <laughs> you know she would be it. like freaking out and like smacking all over the place and. Oh man, it's yeah. Rosie. Okay, let's move okay. on. Um, yeah, so this is a podcast where we talk video games, not of dogs. We talk about dogs. Yeah, we kind of talk about dogs. Cool. All right, so please, somebody talk about a fucking video game. God damn oh, it. Oh, Pat, you could talk about how you've been playing Birth by Asshole or whatever that game is. I mean, there's not really a lot to talk about. Good one, Dan. Thanks. Oh, my Thank God. You. I couldn't um, think of anything better to, to call it. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. There's not really a whole lot to talk about. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, and the last, like, probably what it's supposed to be an hour's worth of the first playthrough you do took me about six hours, because the bosses are all bullshit and really hard. So, yeah, that. I'm not really playing anything else new. I haven't started anything. I mean, me and Dan picked up For Honor for a little Hell bit. Hell yeah! Which was fun, but we can get onto that a little bit more in a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm literally not playing anything new, aside from that. All right, so Pat's a big old lame. That's fine. I mean, are you uh, playing anything new playing. other than fucking Days Gone? It's new. It's Did we talk new. about it last week? Kind of. Uh, so bit, shut yeah. up. <laughs> I, newer than I would True. like to hear Got a good your point. opinion on it since you've played more of it. Okay, so my opinion on it is that I'm still having fun. The game is still... It's just still like a good game in my opinion. Like I don't think it's, any, it's not doing anything different. It's not amazing. Um, I'm not it, like I know that it's a long game, so part of me is like, uh, like dreading how long it is, which kind of sucks. Like, in, in, and like it's weird. I'm in like a weird position because like I don't feel that it's overstaying its welcome. Like I'm exploring new parts of the map, which is really cool. I'm unlocking new tiers of weapons at camps, which is really cool, which really changes how the like the shooting controls. Some guns are way better than the earlier ones, which is like kind of mind blowing that I'm like probably 20 hours in. And, like, I'm finally starting to feel that I'm getting, like, the shooting mechanics down a bit better. So that's definitely, like, a detriment to that game, but it's okay. Um, the melee combat's great. It makes up for it. So, um, especially when you start, like, unlocking, like, better melee options in your skill tree. 
and you could like repair the good melee weapons and stuff and you're not constantly like, switching them out which is really yeah. cool um all things considered though i don't know like it's a long game it's like 60 hours and i'm like maybe at the 20 hour mark so like quarter way through well, i would have to imagine the 60 hours is like almost everything in the game though so 20 hours i mean you could be that could be like almost like two-thirds of the story done like do you feel like you're that far along in the story no. or just overall no i really i really don't i don't feel like i'm that far along okay. in the story because like there's like three or four different storylines and like each one like i don't i forget which percentage i'm at um so i don't know who was we'll see what happens next week when i talk about it again i mean who knows i'll still even be playing it next week because we got some new games coming yeah. out so so like do you feel like it's you're gonna like if say you stuck it out and you played the entire game like right now, honestly, do you feel like by the end of it you're gonna like not like it anymore, or do you think it's gonna it's a game that can stick around for sixty hours and be okay? Really depends on the payoff with the characters, because that's what I'm invested in the most Just right characters. now. Like from a yeah, from a gameplay perspective, it's fine. Like I said, it doesn't really reinvent the wheel, but what it does, it does it you know well enough that I'm. It's not like I'm playing it every time. Like what the fuck am I doing? This plays bad. You know, yeah. that's not the case. If that was, then. I would be out for already. me. Just sixty hours um, of a game has to be doing something really well for me to want to play something for sixty hours. Personally, no, you're right, and I definitely sixty I hours definitely of okay. It sounds like that would turn into that would be twenty hours of okay, twenty hours of uh, and twenty hours of I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I might get to that point where this is like a threshold where I'm like, all right, now I'm done. Like I've seen enough. So when I get that point, I'll be sure to let you let y'all yeah, know. Uh, but right now, I, I still kind of want to chug yeah. along, especially because like the story's been really cool. Like the relationship between Deacon and the wife Sarah is pretty great. I want to like see more of that. The world itself is really interesting. They explore more of like the outbreak and like what the freakers or is like that's what they call them. Like you know, like their like you know, how they, like, live and what they do. They don't, like, just, they know, just, they multiply. They don't just moan in a field all day until someone comes by? No, no, there's, like, there's more to it, which is uh, really cool. cool. And the story, like, actually explores that, so... That um, like, you, one of the one of the main gameplay mechanics that they introduce really early on is you have to clear out nests that they have. And, which is, like, it's a, it's a fun little mechanic, and, like, when you clear out areas, that, like, opens up the fast travel option, yeah. so that's cool. But, like, you find out later on, and this is, like, a minor spoiler... Um, that like they're made out of piss and shit and like just random <laughs> stuff that they what? find, like yeah. like because like in early on yeah early on in the game Deacon he'll always say like oh man like I could, there's a nest here like I can smell it and like I just assumed like they smelled bad like I didn't know what they smelled like but then you later find out that it's actual shit like their Ooh. own shit Ooh. what like so the <laughs> oh, so yeah, I have so so they're humans. And they're just it's, covered in shit, or are they literally no. like shit monsters? <laughs> no, they're well, they're not it shit sounds, monsters. They're humans it sounds to turned me like, zombies. Um, they shit and use the shit to make what their the fuck nests. Is that Will oh, Smith the movie. I I am legend. Yeah, it's kind of remind, like they're not like like full blown like brain dead like zombie yeah. things. They're just kind of like they're like mutated and like fucked up. Yeah, funny enough, Pat. When when Brian yes. said there was a nest, I immediately was actually going to make a comparison to I Am Legend. How like there's like nests and they go in like during the day and stuff, so they're not just like you know, like, Walking Dead type of zombies. Yeah, no, during the day, there's less of them. So, like, they get... Like, there's a cool mechanic where, like, the Freakers are harder to kill at night, and, like, they are actually harder to kill at night. Like, the day, like, the, like daytime and, like, light and yeah. fire, like, actually Like, dying light, kind of, so, with that, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah, and, like, Andrew was saying this on Because Video Games, and uh, he, I think he might have mentioned it last week, but, like, he won't, like, do any, like, you know, 
like clearing out freaker zones or nests at night because it makes it that much more difficult. Okay. Yeah. So, which it's like a, you know, it do, the game doesn't like rely on that mechanic too heavily, but it does like imply it, and like you can feel the difference. Yeah. So. so just to confirm, the freakers are made of shit. The nests no. are made of shit. Yes. Okay. Which is which is what he said. You Pat just was under, you just misunderstood the way he said. Yeah, it. I guess I did. He said he's Dan's brain does this thing where he wants to hear something and he'll like that's what he'll I'm thinking, I was thinking a bunch of bunch of like mud men zombies. No, <laughs> but, but no. The, the way he explained it was the the freakers like nest and it's and they're made of shit and piss. Not that the freakers themselves are made of shit and piss, just that the nests are. Yeah, it's not a, it's not just big old mud pies and then they touch the receipts. Uh-huh. Good, good, good reference, Brad. Good. If anyone is watching, got that? Oh man, I love you. Um, so no, it's uh, you know obviously I'll play more of it this week. I I actually hopefully have some free time this weekend because last weekend I was away. So and like when I play it during the week, obviously like we played some Sea of Thieves. I played a little Siege this week. Like I'm not running home and sitting down to playing just that. It's not like God of War. It's not like Red Dead where like nothing, no other game matters like they're like i'm i'm like last night i played three hours of sea of thieves maybe more yeah. you know it's it's not like i ignored that like uh, playing games with my friends because i really wanted to play days gone days gone is just like a fun like game that i have that i'm playing like you know congruently with sure. everything else you know? see that that's where just the the length gets me because I, if, if that's how i'm gonna feel about it like I, then i know that I, it's not gonna hook me for like 50, 40 50 60 hours i know something's gonna come along i want to do more and then i'm gonna put uh, pri- like that priority over Days Gone. Like I just can't imagine I'm like, and like if I ever did beat Days Gone, like say I did borrow it, I'm gonna play it purely out of spite, just to say I beat it. So, which is fine. I'm not. It's not going anywhere. And like I don't, you know, we'll see what happens with next week because Rage Two comes out, and I'm really looking forward to that. So if that totally grasps grasps me, and like I don't play Days Gone for like a week or two, and I know you'll bang through it, I'll let you borrow it. It's no yeah, maybe. Because you you could play ten hours of them and be like, yo, it's not for me. Yeah. You know, we'll see. I was actually so. looking through releases. It's a pretty actually calm period, really, up until for me the next like must buy game after this week is uh, Fire Emblem, and that's mid July. So the, it's it's kind of a, a yeah. We got like a good yeah. Month. So like Days Gone <laughs> yeah. is definitely something yeah. I can see myself cracking into like next month or something. The only thing you that know I'm what? looking forward to like at all right now is probably Rage Two. And what about the Rat even, Game, like, Pat? That's not even like a super necessity for me. I don't know. I saw like I'm, it looks. Cool, Glad guess, to hear like, you're looking forward to that, though. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I'm getting, like, real, like, fucking tired of, like, all the open world shit. That's just, like, constant. Like, there's always an open world game out, and they're always really super long. So, like, yeah, I needed to, like... That's Days Gone that's, for you. Yeah, which is one of my <laughs> biggest reasons why I don't, like, really want to play that right now. At Like, I have, like, almost no desire. Because... Yeah. Well, that's why I'm playing it, like, kind of passively, which is, like, a weird way to play an open world game. But, like, with Days Gone, you kind of can in a weird way. And uh, maybe just that's, like, you know, maybe that's a good or bad thing. I don't know. That, like, it's not fully grasping me. Fully. Firmly but, grasp it. But, yeah. I mean, like, I, I haven't really, like, played probably a f- played through a full open world game. It's been a while. Because I just, it was just, it's so much. Like, over Kingdom the last, Hearts like, 1? <laughs> over, no, that's not really an open world game. Is that really? No. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like. It's just Dude, I, I get that. It, 100%. For the, over the last like two years, it's almost been a constant. Yeah, man, because that's like it's a sixty dollars game, and people don't want 
they want their money money's worth well you know so. i mean that was like uh, in february i played uh dragon quest that fucking 100 hours of the gigantic open world jrpg and as much as i fucking loved every second of it it also kind of like really like took a lot out of me because it's just so much game you know so i i get what you're saying like after like after one of those i need like a, a good break but i get what you're saying word definitely so and like that's every time I start up Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is a game that when I play it, I really really like it, but like I know that there's 80 hours of shit for me mm-hmm. to do, and I have like I have 25 hours played, and like I know that there's still <laughs> you know yeah. another 45 hours, and I'm just like ah! I would make the argument though, Brian, that I feel like the playing 40 hours of Assassin's Creed Odyssey probably would be better time spent in my opinion than playing Days Gone at all, but again, Dan, you haven't played Days Gone. Stop shitting on it. <laughs> Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're right. <laughs> I totally get your point, though, and that's fair. Very fair criticism. And maybe Days Gone will fall into the Odyssey category where I just play it here and there a little bit, and that's it. You know, yeah. just that's it's, how, it's gonna how end it up happens. Fucking, it's going to be Breath of the Wild for Brian again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, like, I'm pretty damn good at finishing video games. Like, yeah, no, you're, you're pretty good. Yeah, so it's not like it's I'm, like, notoriously known for never finishing yeah, games. Like, uh, every major <laughs> release, I, I pretty much... Start it and finish it, yeah, so... Sorry, Pat. I mean, Pat... Andrew's also like that now. I mean, besides Metro Exodus, Exodus what does he finish this year? Nothing. What a bitch. Uh, Res- Res- <laughs> yeah. Resident Evil 2. Stupid Andrew. I mean, <laughs> Pat- that's true. Yeah, but that's seven, like, six hours. Yeah. I mean, Pat... Pat. And also, he only finished one playthrough. That's true. That's oh, he true. didn't do both? What a bitch. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to kick him out of the gamers club soon. Um, Pat does this fun <laughs> thing where he buys uh, extremely long games... Um, and then doesn't play them. Because I buy extremely long games like Odyssey and shit like that, and they're extremely long open-world games that I get, like, I'm like, this this so much, I don't like, what the fuck. And there's other things that come out that I really want to play, and I'm not like you, where I'm like, I'm going to spend 100 hours in this game and not touch anything else until then, and I, like, want to play the other stuff that comes out. So I play the other stuff, and that catches my attention more so uh, than uh, these uh, open-world <laughs> games. And then I just, I, I, it takes me a long time to go back. I, I... You're Pat. Well, hold on. Hold hold the fucking phone. You're also the person that is playing through the obscure Kingdom Hearts games right yeah, now. Yeah, so. that is true. That is true, Pat. I'm just saying. Well, Pat, here's you, the thing, though, is that yes, they are obscure, but fucking every one of them is like almost integral to the story, and that pisses me off. So you're, what you're telling us is you're a psychopath. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm just saying the games like like Red Dead Redemption or Odyssey or Persona Five or those games, you need to just like fucking just dive into them like those are like in my opinion those are not games that you could just play here and there the games that you just shut off and your I, brain you don't I play anything it. else yeah. and uh, besides like you know just to take a break once in a while but like because I, I know like i know for me it, like if i start one of those games like say uh dragon quest just because it's fresh in my mind if i stopped playing that for another game at any point during my 96 hour playthrough i would never have went back to it and i know and i i know i wouldn't have so like i need to like i just know i need to finish it or like if, I, I don't know if i ever would like persona i played like six hours of that stopped and now like I, that was two years ago i still have not went back like i know myself and i know when i will finish a game or when i won't so if when i have the motivation i just roll with that if i you know and i get, I get other games come out but then, like, I don't know, just to be able to beat those, you kind of have to just make a sacrifice and say, like, I'll have to wait on this release until I beat it. That's kind of like your the the Monster Hunter World thing, where, like, that came out and everyone was playing it, but I was trying to beat Xenoblade, and I didn't want to stop playing Xenoblade for Monster Hunter because I knew I, not, I wouldn't have went back. 
So I said, I'll pump the brakes on Monster Hunter. And that's a stupid, shitty, bad game anyway. And you, so, you missed one of the best games that year. So, fuck well, you. Well, in my opinion, Xenoblade 2 was one of my favorite games that nope. year. So I didn't miss anything. Nope. Damn, nope. I like um, I like where this conversation is headed. Yeah, me and Pat are going to wrestle naked. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I have a bucket of KY so here's, ready so to here's go. So here's my thing about that, Hell though. Yeah. Is that, like, at no point, like, just to go back to my point about, like, you know, just how flooded you just said at no point and you want to go back to your point come, come on man. on pat I, i'm it, shut up um <laughs> you don't like with, with the, the flood of open world game that that games that have been in the market for the last like two years or just uh, popping into the market over the last like two years at no point have you gotten like all right i i don't want to do this anymore and like just like avoided an open world game like that's one of the reasons why i like really don't want to play days gone is because there's another fucking open world game and i just don't feel like dealing with it because it just doesn't like the things that are there for that open world aren't like intriguing to me enough like rage 2 gives me like a lot of mad max vibes and yes it's an open world game and stuff but it, like the, the aesthetics like are, are very appealing to me which is why i want to play it most open world games nowadays aside from like you know red dead redemption 2 which is like you know, they just added so much into, like, into the open world, like, when I was traveling and, like, the very small details that they added kept me engaged the whole time. But, like, games like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, with yes, it's a very good game and I enjoy it, but traveling from point A to point B, most of the time I just want to stop playing the game and put it down because there's just nothing happening and I just don't care. And then when I'm actually doing stuff, I'm like, all right, this is cool. And then it's it's... The crux of an open world, open world game is the actual, like, world. And, yeah, there's stuff going on in Odyssey, but not enough to keep me, like, this is fucking amazing, and I gotta play it constantly. Like, I I just don't, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll have to disagree with you there. I mean, I was pretty enthralled with Odyssey from start to finish. Like, it was a game of my year. Game like, of it year. looks, it um, looks I'm good, not, yes. I'm not under the delusion that every moment of that game was, like, jam-packed with shit. But, like, I would say enough that, like, I was pretty excited to get to the next thing. So I this and like this happened to me just the other day when I was playing it and it's to Pat's point where like traveling from A to B yes it's interesting yes it looks great but then like when they just throw ship combat at you for like the 10th time when you're just trying to get to like a new area of the map and like yeah the ship combat's great I loved it in Black Flag I love it here but it just like it gets a little tiresome and just adds to the filler of a 80 hour game. I, yeah, but you also get to a, I mean, I got. I mean, for me, I got to a point in that game where I my, everything was like I was strong enough, like my ship like was upgraded enough, and my character was that like I never like if I got into combat with a, like I was able to pretty much fight them and get out of it pretty easily. Where like I enjoyed those encounters, like you know maybe there was a time yeah maybe it was a little too much sure, but like I, I don't remember that ever holding me up to the point where I was like I don't want to play this. All right, so I didn't get to the point where I said out loud, I don't want to play this, but I, I definitely remember, like, sighing a little bit, and I was just like, ah, because like, I was trying to just get to this next area, like, you know, not quickly, yeah. but in a rate in which I could just start my next thing and then put the game down again, save sure. it, and jump off for the day or whatever I was doing, and, like, that happened, and I was like, ah, I mean, okay. I don't think there's ever, uh, I don't think there's any game on this planet, even, like, Witcher 3 included, that uh, uh, over the 30-hour mark, you're going to have not some dead air, or this, or the open world fatigue is going to set in a little bit. Like, that, you know, there, I don't think there's a game that exists that somebody could definitively say that there's not a single moment like that. So, like, 
I guess it just you. depends yeah. on no, the one, the yeah. games that you want to overlook those things because the good outshines the the dull and bad yeah, like tenfold. Yeah. And for me, I, Odyssey was that. Like I, the good was so good that I didn't mind those times where I was a little bit like, all right, more guys but doing the yeah the the lame, not lame, but like the tedious ship combat for like the. I mean, the time. ship combat was yeah one thing because it, it that was a little bit because like you you, you got to fucking turn around, you got to chase one of these guys. It's yeah, it's the, very monotonous. the actual combat. I love like fuck it, throw as many of those motherfuckers at me as you want. Like I loved getting into like a huge brawl in a fort with like forty regular guys and three uh, mercenaries. Like I love that shit. Like that was the funnest thing. Like to well, yeah, especially when you're upgrading. Oh all yeah, the way that was the best. Just a super. That's what I'm saying. Like that made me feel like yeah, a thug. They, yeah, you know, and yeah. like that was like by far the best part of that game. Where like I was just like towards the end, I was like I just want to see how many guys I could take on at once. Um, you know, and that was one of the best things about it. But yeah, the ship combat was one of those sure. things where I definitely didn't like lead too heavily into that just because it was mm -hmm. it, like, you know, how many times can I just fire my cannons? I mean, it was, it is kind of cool. I'm sure you guys haven't got to this. I love the mechanic. Yeah, you, you, the, you, wait, you could upgrade sorry. your stuff a lot. Like you, you, know, you could like, get like, you know, certain things. So like, it is kind of cool. Like set a, the guy on fire, then ramming them and then hit him with this and then hit him with this attack and then boarding them. Like that is fun. But like 10 times in a row, not that fun anymore. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so that's... Open world games, sometimes you just gotta bow through them. That's the point here, right? Yeah, also, let me borrow that so I can play the DLC, Brian, thanks. You sold it back? Yeah, no, I sold it back after I finished it. If you actually want, like, uh -huh. want, not want to do that, I'll, I'll probably just look for a cheap copy and buy it. Oh, I, no, I, it's, did you play it on Xbox? Yes. Okay, then yeah, you can borrow okay. my copy. Because on uh, Split Screen, they've been talking, or... Kirk, no, Jason. Yeah, Jason's both of them played. Yeah, I've been talking about the Atlantis DLC. That sounds sick. So I want to, I want to play it. Hundred percent, dog. All what yours. You me, Pat. You fucking piece <laughs> the of way shit. The way he said "sick" was really funny. Thanks. Uh, <clears throat> so before you guys talk about For Honor, Dan, you want to talk about our bad experience with Sea Thieves last night? <laughs> a bad experience. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I don't think it was the worst thing in the world. I, you know, personally. Didn't like it at all, and I'm bummed about it because the first Tall Tale that I did was great. Like, you know, was so different for Sea of Thieves. It was like what they needed from the from the jump, in my opinion. But like, I understand it took time to get here, yeah. and like, really enjoyed the first Tall Tale. Had like fucking um, Indiana Jones vibes. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. The one that we did last night was such a bummer. Literally, like, if I, like if there's another one like that in this batch, like I'm gonna have to like. Figure out which one that is and skip sure. it. Because like, it, it could have been better. No, like the story that they were laying out could have been cool. Like it was kind of like like the like the big fucking like skeleton of the fish thing was cool. But yeah. like it just yeah, it, it the directions it didn't make sense. Like it, yeah, it just seemed like it was leading up to a big monster fight. Yeah, I'm ho I'm, I'm hoping like, the tall tales eventually lead up to that. I feel like I gotta fight some big skelly toward at some point. I got if I don't fight a big skelly, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, that's what Andrew and Teddy said is like they did the second tall tale and they, you fight like a skeleton boss and they said it was like really cool and had like a fun like boss like gimmicky video game mechanic and like that sounds awesome. Three of us should do that. Sign me also. up. Throw it out there. I'm 100% down for that. The one that we did where it was literally just like go to point A, go to point B, the directions were convoluted and the end of it was literally just us getting a chest and handing in a key item and like it just none of it was yeah see these looks pretty it's fun to play going to point a going to point b with your friends can be a good time but like it just for me personally that's just exactly like what i didn't want okay yeah no i get you also considering 
that tall tale, the going to point A to yeah. point B was like, go to point B, but point B is, uh, doesn't make any fucking sense. So try to find it, loser. Like there was yeah, the directions were so yeah, the bad. directions were dumb. The only the, the only part of that I thought was kind of cool was with the one that you figured out, Brian, where you had to like hold up the map for like the pieces of the island. Like that was kind of cool. I will I will say that. But like the rest, like, like there were just th- like it was uh what it was, Pat. It was like a uh, it was a uh, the quest book you were following was written by uh, one of the in the tavern keepers, um as a kid, and that she like lost treasure or something at some point, and you have to follow her like little kid drawings to like where you need to go, oh, okay. which okay sounds fine, but like they didn't make any sense. Like she would write like an island, and then she would like show her boat like sailing through rocks, and then coming up to another island. So you would have to try to kind of find. Like, what island looks like the rocks, and then what island kind of looks like the little sketch she did. And, like, we were wrong every time. Like, you know, and, like, Andrew, like, you know, and all things, like, tries real hard with Sea of Thieves to be a good captain boy. And, like, couldn't figure it out also. Like, we, and to the point we had to look it up. And, like, it, and uh-huh. when we looked it up, it was, like, we would never have fucking guessed that. Like, that, it was, like, three islands away. Like, it didn't make any sense. We were, like, how is it this? You know, and, like, and I was, I think there was two, two of those that we had to look up. And, it was, and that's kind of, like, where it came into where we were, like, okay, like, like who would have guessed this? Like, that's kind of silly. So, that I mean, that's kind of where it, it it lacked for me. Yeah. And you don't really you don't really do anything oh, exciting. Right. You don't really fight anything or do yeah, any pretty, like major puzzles. Pretty lame, especially coming off of, like, I only did the first Tall Tale. And, like, the, all the clues in that were, like, yeah, they were, like, kind of convoluted, but, like, not so much that you had to, like, actually go look them up. Like, you could have decided oh, it yeah. on your own and, no. like, be right. Like, it was, like, me, me, Teddy, and Andrew did the first Tall Tale. And, um, you know, at no point did we have to, like, you know, tab yeah, out and go look and, up a guide or anything. Yeah, me and Brian figured out the first Tall Tale. Andrew just kind of, like, helped <laughs> us through, but me me and Brian figured out, like, kind of where to go. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, also, mm-hmm. the there was a shipwreck you have to find in the third Tall Tale. And literally, it's it's so dumb. Like, the, the shipwreck is literally, like, just the fucking the little dilly in the front of the ship sticking out, like, three feet. There's no other indication that that's a shipwreck. To the point where, like, no one saw it besides Andrew, and we're like, like what the fuck? It didn't have, like, the birds flying above it or anything? It, it might have. No, no, I don't think it did. No. It was literally just a stick I was looking out the in the same direction as Andrew, and he kept saying, I see it, I see it. And I was like, where? Like, how do you see it? Like, what am I missing? And as we got close to it, I was like, Andrew, how did you see yeah. that? And under the water, it was I'm cool, a, because yeah. that's where you find, like, the skelly of the big monster and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like... It was just like that. Okay, this is silly. Like this is so anticlimactic. So yeah, that's the best word to describe the third tall tale. Anticlimactic. 100%. Yeah, again, that's like a huge bummer because the end of the first one was fucking awesome with like the the chamber filling with water and all that stuff. Like that was like super cool and like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was great. I love that. one. I am optimistic because there's nine of those and one was great. Andrew Teddy said two is good. Three wasn't. If the rest are like three, then yeah, I'm gonna be real disappointed. But I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't. You, know. Im- you can't imagine that every single one are gonna be like you know. Yeah, a home it's run. just like it's when just I, like for a game like Sea of Thieves, where I've spent so much time already doing exactly that. Yeah. Like they could have made nine individual stories that weren't the mm-hmm. same thing I've been doing for twenty hours. Yeah, that's I a good agree. point. I, like, the, the way that ends sounds really stupid. Um, it's literally just literally go to point just A, go like to point a, B. Sounds like a voyage you can get from anywhere, just like with a little bit more meat. Yeah, pretty yep, much. That's all it was. Yeah, considering and like and Dan said, I and like I get there's nine of them. Like hopes are high for the rest of them to be to be cool, to be different. But like the fact that they even just threw one of them that was just like a just a meat and potatoes voyage, with just like a cute little gimmick that like the the map you're following was r- written or drawn by a four year old like. All right, I guess. Sure. I think the like, idea is there. It just wasn't executed great. 
but I it was also like considering this is everything I've wanted in Sea of Thieves since Sea of Thieves came out. I wanted some story content. I wanted them to like give me something cool to do. I don't want to fucking find bananas and sell them to some fucking guy with a peg leg for money. Like <laughs> you know, like I've done that. Like I get it. Like sometimes it's cool to do. And like, now there's actually cosmetics that I want, so like it is a little more enticing to do that kind of stuff. But uh, the fact that there's actually some story content is exactly what it, what we, we all wanted, and they've had a lot of time to do this. Yeah. So that really the fact that there's even one really not fun tall tale is kind of disappointing because it's like yeah, like 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 they they, they had to have known that people probably weren't gonna like this one that much because it's like you said it's just like the shit that was already in the game. One was fun because it was nothing like I've done in Sea of Thieves. So doing it like like trying to figure out the, the things and putting the little uh, the little emblems inside the thing and then find all the skellies like that was really fun like that was totally different i was like that's probably the most fun i've had to see a thieves since like the first day i played it so it's just kind of like yeah uh, come on like rare like you you knew that like people weren't gonna be too into this like you could have did a little bit better here and like the the fucking groundwork for like some crazy cool stories is all there like i feel like i could sit and come up with some sick ass fucking pirate goonies adventure and be like here you go did, did you work for you just put this in the fucking game like it's already there you know what i mean like it's not like they you know like the the the, the game is primed for more shit like that you know and again i don't you know i don't too much because there's six more tall tales but i feel like it's not like they have to do all the shit to try to make this work the fucking game is there they just need to they just need to, to do it you know let's come up with a cool story you know it's like it's just so I don't. Yeah, man. That's why I'm so bummed out by last night. Like I'm, it was a, like a big letdown for me. Like to the point where like I'm, like I'm gonna have to have Andrew and Teddy like play a couple more Tall Tales and tell me that I need to do. Well, it. I think that's like, why I think we should like, play the second one to kind of get our get our to I, get the juice. Yeah, get, to get again. the gusto <laughs> pumping. You know, because if the second one is fun and the three of us do it because we haven't done it yet, um, and pack it fuck off because no one's gonna do the third one again with him. I, um. Uh, from what from what it sounds like, I don't want to do the third one either. Yeah, but the third third one, Pat literally could do by himself. Just follow a guide on like where to go, point A, point yeah. B, like with the solo boat, and get it done in twenty minutes. That's true. Like, the reason it took us four hours is because we were slamming our head against the walls trying to figure out Sasha's drawings from when she was a four year old, <laughs> and it was dumb. Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, okay, all right, yeah, you know you're right. Like the second Andrew looked it up, we were, he was like, "We were never gonna find this." That's true. It was literally like four islands over middle of nowhere. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, so that again, like that just sounds like super shitty and like yeah, it was dumb. The, it was bad. And like the entire thing, like in the drawings, like it, she's alluding to the fact that like a big kraken or something like took out the ship that she was on mm. or the ship that like the like. So what Dan was saying, it's her, it's a it's an in like um. You know what the fuck do you call them? The people that run like the the bars, a tavern keeper, innkeeper, a tavern keeper, yeah, an innkeeper, whatever. Like there was like a legendary pirate that like she used to look up to that would always come to the inn that she's at, and she would listen to her, and she wrote down one of her like crazy stories when she was a four year old, obviously. So she wanted you to like you know make sure that she wasn't like fabricating all these crazy stories and go and find an item that she apparently lost all these years ago. So you go and find it. Like I said, all the drawings were alluding to finding like this kraken, this monster thing. And that's like you see the, the the skeleton of it when you dive into the water to find the ship, which was sunk all those years ago. So, like, I guess it makes sense that, like, there was just, like, a little bit of it, like, showing, like, out from, like, where it crashed into. But at the same time, that was just a dumb, bad mechanic because, like, it took us forever to find it. And also, you didn't get to fight a giant monster, which would have been great. Like, if that happened, then fucking that would have been even better. Would have been I would have been talking about how great Yeah, I'm all see, about like, finding a huge monster. I want to fight like, a giant crab. When me, when me, Teddy, and Andrew did the first Tall Tale... Like, there was, like, 
in between going from like point A to point B, like we were doing all of like the core like Sea of Thieves like stuff. Like, you know, we fought ghost ships, like we, we were collecting chests on the way, like so like I don't know, just making a tall tale just that like when you can easily just do that shit from between all of it is pretty lame. And I'm like, 100% there were like you. there yeah. were like some cool like moments like when we got to like the last island where we were trying to figure out what to do with the the pig statue and uh like there was some like other some like random player showed up on the island with us and he was just kind of like chilling like trying to figure out what we were doing and then he left and like I saw his ship like sailing away and then the fucking kraken attacked him so like in the distance I just saw like these huge kraken tentacles like coming out of the ground like swooping at his ship and I was like ah Sasha <laughs> like, really like, funny like, me, it was me, just, like me and Brian tried to fuck with some little bitch ship that was uh in our in our server mm. Andrew wouldn't Andrew wouldn't let us fight him though um. We also got, like, we got attacked by the Megalodon, like, on our way to the last uh, island. Like, it was all, like, it was yeah, cool we, shit. Yeah, we like, didn't have we, any of that happen to us. But, yeah, that's not CFD's ads best when you're doing stuff. But, like, it's also, like, just cool shit keeps happening to you. Yeah, it was, like, I forget what happened. We were, like, sailing. And, like, it got, like, dark all of a sudden. We were, like, what the fuck is going on? And, like, some music started. And I was, like, are we getting attacked by the fucking Megalodon right now? I'm, like, standing up in the crow's nest. And I was, like... It like it like came up. It like breached the water. I was like, "There it is!" Yeah. <laughs> Me, Teddy, and Andrew all jumped on cannons. We were trying to fight it and didn't get yeah, out no, well. But that's fun. Yeah. If that happened when we were doing this tall tale, I might be singing a different tune right now. Like if we got attacked by a kraken or some ghost ships popped up. Like yeah, but e- that would have been great. Even still, I, none of that happened. Even still, I don't, like yeah, that stuff would have been great. But the tall tale would not have changed because like even still, like with all with like you guys did the first tall tale and like none of that happened to you and you still had a good time doing the the actual like adventure of that tale. So you know it it wouldn't have yeah sure the, like the small like moment to moment stuff like that could have happened would have maybe made you feel a little bit better but the actual tall tale just sounds like it's bad yeah was bad can confirm i will say though that besides the tall tales i like this update i like fishing i like cooking um harpoon guns best fucking thing in any game in, in ever they're <laughs> they're a lot of fun they're a lot of fun to fuck around with they're also very helpful i uh, haven't tried the arena yet really do want to try it looks cool though yeah, that's so. Hopefully this week we'll try the arena so we can talk about yeah. it because I've been dying to mess. With but that, this so. update is is uh, is muy muy bueno. That's Spanish for uh, really nice, Pat. Yes. Wow, thanks. You're welcome. Exactly what that means. Don't look it up. Yeah, don't, don't look it up. So all right, um, are we good with what we've been playing? We I, I have a lot of stuff. Oh, for honor, go talk about. Well, it. well, let me let me run through. I've I, I've been actually have a lot of things, but let me let me run through. I beat. <laughs> okay, take time. I, it's all I right. I beat Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Uh, I beat that oh, last yeah. week. Oh, yeah. You've been playing that. Um, took about like 25-26 hours. Uh, very good. It's Pikachu, uh, Pokemon, you know you know what you're getting there. Forgot how uh, repetitive it is. I forgot how many fucking like last a- abbeys I got to fucking fight. Um, but I fought them. Beat them all. I'm the Pokemon Master. Um, I, uh, I'm upset that I never got to steal Andrew's Mew. <laughs> um, but it's okay. Uh, I, I didn't do any of the post-game stuff because truthfully, by 25 hours of Pokemon, I was do- ready to be done with There's Pokemon. no reason to do any post-game stuff unless you're going to, like, competitive, like, tournament shit. Or that, or if you're, like, someone who wants to catch shinies. Like, I caught... Yeah, that That does nothing for me. I caught a shiny Oddish, and I didn't even know what, what it was, and I went, why the fuck does this Oddish look weird? And I caught it, and I was like, oh... That's what this is, and also like I, I, I this is kind of cool. I guess if you're into it, Pat. I don't. I didn't know this, but like, so like, you you could like do stuff to like get shinies to spawn. Like you could have like when you catch a Pokemon, 
um, like you get bonus experience depending on like how you caught it. So like first throw bonus, uh, excellent throw bonus, new Pokemon bonus, and then there's a, a you have a catch combo. So if you keep catching the same Pokemon, obviously you could do that because now the Pokemon show up in the grass rather than uh, random battles. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you keep if like if you just sit there and catch. I don't know, 100 fucking Pidgeotos. Eventually, a Pidgeotto, a shiny Pidgeotto will spawn. Um, and then you can catch some fucking blue Pidgeotto if you want to do that. But for me, that does absolutely nothing for me. Same. Like, was it kind of cool? Like, you know, oh, look at this brown Oddish. That's mine. Yeah, I That's remember cool. Like, um... <coughs> oh, God. God bless you. My goodness. Came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, I remember playing, like, I think it was, like, Emerald or something like that. One of the older games, I caught, like, a shiny scissor, and I was like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. But, like, I never, like, went out of my way. It just kind of happened. No. And, like, I was, like, I was pumped about it because, like, he's one of my favorite Pokemon, and, like, he just, like, look cool because you're shiny. But I I never cared past that. I just, I was, like, I, People go buck wild for that shit, yeah. though. Like, uh, uh, Chris's buddy, Ganza, like, when that was out, when, when that first came out, or not when it first came out, but around when it came out. He was streaming it all the time just to catch shinies. He probably has, like, hundreds of hours in it specifically to catch shinies. Like, just the Pokemon community, like, even, like, the video games and the trading cards, like, people fucking, like, go crazy for that stuff. Like, I watched a video, I think, I don't remember when it was. It was during the week um, of this dude that was looking for this specific, like, holographic, like, rare Charizard card. Yeah. That he bought, like, hundreds and hundreds of these, like, specific packs to get it and then like he finally like within like the last i think he bought like 50 packs for this video that he was doing and like the th- third or fourth pack in he pulled the card and he fucking like lost his mind i think i it. feel like i remember what you're talking about or we, or we talked about in the past <clears throat> no yeah. this is like recent this is a recent video oh then okay, i guess not but yeah like it's just like and the fucking video had like millions of views i was like holy shit <laughs> Like, I, mean, I get just... I get that a lot just because, like, I, you know, for a long part of time in my life, I played, like, Magic the Gathering and stuff like that. So, like, I do kind of get, like, the whole, act, like, you know, physical cards, like, looking through them and getting that card yeah, is yeah. really cool. And, I, you know, I do kind of get that. But, yeah, no, the Pokemon community is is serious. I, 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 I like Pokemon enough to play these games, but I'm not going to, you know, spend hours and hours to catch, mm-hmm. like, a fucking green, like, Charizard or something. I don't know. Yeah, but it was cool. I I don't regret playing it. So, um, I beat that. Um, I I would say this to one of you. I I've I bought a lot of Switch games in the past couple months that I just kind of let pile up and not actually like really play them. So that uh, Let's Go Pikachu was kind of my first one to cross off the list. I started. I actually started to beat Ape Out. Um, because I've had that. I started that. I saw you played that a little bit, Pat. I didn't know you did. I don't remember you talking about it. Uh, I think I talked about it briefly on the podcast. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you know, it's it's like a two hour game. It's really good to poop. Too because like it's you can you can beat you can beat like each level like in like I mean like you could poop. yeah well you could beat a level really in like forty five seconds if you get lucky yeah, or it if could you're take good a, enough at it yeah so it, it took me about two hours um it, some of the levels are actually pretty cool some are kind of annoying uh the the introduced an enemy in like the third uh album that's kind of how it breaks down I don't know if you actually beat the first album yet but like it, it breaks. yeah I think I'm on the second I haven't like I haven't picked it up since then yeah you know it, I, I kind of just said to myself like let me just bang through this because I know it's short um but it was good like I you know I I, I enjoyed uh you know just fucking with that fucking around mm-hmm. with that a little bit and it's cheap <clears throat> um so I beat that and then I picked back up Wargroove because like it's just sitting there and I'm halfway through the story and they did a lot of changes to it since I played it last 
Um, so I, I am, I'm checking those out. Even more changes than like the initial one that I talked about. So I'm just trying to I'm just trying to check that out. See if like if, if it's gonna catch me again. If it doesn't, then I'm gonna just move on. Um, but I'm trying to do that. So I played a couple missions uh, the past like two days. Um, I beat the Mortal Kombat story. Hey. Um, it was good. I liked the, the twist at the end. Um, I like also like how they made the ending liter- literally open for fucking any possible oh, yeah. thing they want. Almost the point where like, yeah, it's getting fucking confusing. Let's just let's just re- we just exactly, we're just exactly gonna reset this shit. Did. Yeah, that's like I'm exactly not- what they did, and that's how they started with nine. Was all right. Armageddon. It got a little weird. Like let's just fucking start over. And like, yeah, it was a little bit. You know, they made it a little convoluted with nine, but then they just did fucking eleven. They were like, ah, stop, <laughs> stop yeah. it all. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, like, it, it, they, the way they ended was literally like they could go literally anywhere they fucking want to yeah. go. So yeah, it was just super exciting. Yeah, yeah, cool. Give me, give me that. Give me that. What? Oh, oh, you want to borrow it? Yeah, I want to play through the story. Okay, sure. Um, I played a bunch online. My record's like three and. 16 <laughs> or something like that um it's fun everyone's a lot better uh than yep. me at it welcome welcome to the world of online fighting video yeah games. yeah like there's a couple guys that like i was close to fighting but they beat me so like you know those weren't too bad other ones i just got my face pounded in mm-hmm. luckily there's a lot of people playing it so like they pair me up with people close to my level because i have to imagine there's probably some real fucking good well, dudes the the problem though is that it it, it doesn't pair you up like based on level i don't know what it pairs you up based on i think it just pairs you up like i don't think it like it really has any like criteria that it looks for because you can level up doing anything in that game um well i don't think i think it's doing like rank what i don't think it pairs you like because i fought like like my third match i think i fought like somebody who was like 60 and 62 but i didn't find anyone with a really high win-loss ratio everybody i fought was about a 50 50 or close to that, so I think it pairs you up based on, like, the percentage of your wins versus losses. Uh, maybe. You know, because everybody that I fought, like I said, in, like, between maybe 20 matches, I fought maybe, like, tw- 15 different people, let's say. And every single person, no one was, like, 40 and 3. Like, everybody was, like, like I mean, that would make the most 18 sense. and 20 or 21 and 20 or something. Yeah, it, I mean, you know? it would make the most sense to do it based on, like, your win-loss. Just because I don't really know how they would do it any other way with a fighting game like that yeah i don't i don't know it's like level like again like you can level up doing literally anything in that game so they couldn't be doing it based on that unless unless you were doing ranked which i think obviously has its own like ranking system that it goes by yeah no i was just doing whatever just casual but Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, it was fun. And then uh, my girlfriend, who shows no interest in video games, is somehow a Mortal Kombat fucking fanatic and wants to play it all the time. And this is like the only game that she likes. And nah, never would have expected that. No, nope, me neither. Uh, she apparently she played like a ton of, I guess, Deception or Armageddon. I don't, one of the ones on 360, like a whole bunch. And then she used to play uh, like the uh, Mortal Kombat. I guess the second one probably on uh, Super Nintendo. Like, all the time when she was younger, so, like, she, like, you know, knew a lot more about the series than I... Not, like, the stories, but just, like, the fact that she just knew who, like, Baraka was and, mm-hmm. like, stuff like that. And uh, and we, we were playing a bunch, but it's kind of... It's this fun thing of where she wants to play, and she's, uh, she's you know, just... I, she just tries to hit as many buttons as possible yeah. at a time. You know, which, like, I guess, yeah, you do if you don't really know what you're doing. Like, she hits, like, the triggers. Like, she gets all four, like, a claw grip on that fucking controller and just goes fucking ham. It's the point where, like, a round will end and I will, and she will still be 
go and like she doesn't even look at the screen. She literally just goes ham on that fucking controller, and I have to like tap her like, babe, like we're, we're, the round rounds over. And she's like, oh okay, you know, and she gets. <laughs> Into, like, a fucking trance. Like, I've never heard this girl curse so much until we started playing this fucking game. <laughs> Literally, like, you fucking bitch. You stupid asshole. Like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. You know? And and she's pretty the, not like that. The Snapchat or the Instagram video you sent us or however you sent it to us he, of her freaking out was really, really funny. That was, like, pretty genuine, too. And, like, that was actually tame. Like, I wish I got her, like, when she was going nuts. And she said the words that, to me, she said, You are not my boyfriend when we play... Mortal Kombat because she was just <laughs> literally, literally like letting me have it but we do this fun thing when we we play when she wants to verse me and she has this thing where she wants me to try but she also doesn't want me she doesn't want me to beat her yeah so I have to do this thing where I pretend I try and I let her kill me but I kind of make it look like I'm kind of trying so my thing is just kind of like hit her a little bit or like maybe wouldn't run around but let her win the rest um, but then I found out that if I just put the computer on the lowest difficulty is kind of like okay, and she could kind of like, you know, beat him up a little bit. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we've been doing that a bunch, which is like the first game that actually she like wanted to play with me, which which has been, which has been cool. Um, but yeah, so more combat's good. Um, I haven't actually spent my crypt, mo crypt money yet that they gave me. I got to do that, but uh, they still I think need to fix some of that. But we don't have to talk about it again. Um, uh, I started Devil May Cry Five. Yeah. Um, played, like, the first two missions. It's good. I don't really have much to report on that yet, just because I just started it. Um, I like the fact that there is a sword that you could rev up like a motorcycle. Um, yeah, it's something that, Devil May Cry 4. that I didn't play, so I didn't oh, yeah. know existed. I never knew I needed a sword like that. <laughs> now I know I do. Um, yeah, that, that, like, you can integrate that into, like, cool, like, combos and stuff, where, like, where, like... Like as you hit somebody, if you hit the trigger to like rev it, it like fully charges it like like in like immediately, and then like yeah. you get like bonus damage for it and stuff. So like it's cool. There's cool like gameplay implementations for that. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I haven't got quite that far yet, but I'm sure I will get there. Um, so yeah, that's that's been fun. Um, and then like Sea of Thieves and Siege, we talked about. I'm um, playing, and then For Honor, I jumped back mm. into the lightsaber update. Is kind of what just like you know was the catalyst for me to go like okay. I'll start it. I've had the starter edition uh, bought since, I think, last year when you kind of said to me, Pat, like, hey, this is cheap. We should play it. But we never yeah. got around to it. Um, so I bought... So I, I, play, I, I installed that and started playing it. Forgot how much I liked For Honor. Um, forgot how much it pisses me off. But I forgot yeah. how, how good it feels to be good in that game. So I've been, like, falling down the fucking rabbit hole of looking up, like, the meta. And, the, and like, the, I've been looking up tier lists and the combos to use for certain characters. And which characters are good and which are bad, because there's, I think, 13 new characters total since um, the original 12, so there's a lot of characters to get through. Um, there's three in each faction, and there's, a, there's four characters in a brand new faction. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of all the ba battle modes. I about I think I have like eight or nine hours played, so that's just this week. Um, I play, I've been playing Dominion, which is still fun, because like I think that's where the baddies play. Um, so it's still fun. Like, I was playing a Shigoki last night and literally just smacking dudes off the map with my big club. Forgot how fun that is. Um, I'm playing duel, but you just get, like, you you can get real, real fucking, real fucking salty in duel because, like, you just get these kids who just do combos to you. Like, me and Pat, you know, had that issue. Yeah, it was um, great. Yeah, and, uh, a great time. some of the more obscure playlists, like, I, I used to, like, Team Deathmatch. That's, like, Dominion, but not, like, the whole 
you know, like the like the whole capture points. It's really just four v four. That's always low activity. And I have trouble finding the game. I also usually play for honor like later in the at night. Like if I'm sure if I was playing at like eight p.m., I wouldn't have an issue finding the game. Uh, but yeah, no, it's four hundred. It's great. I mean, I really like a lot of the new characters. Um, I like the new maps that I've played. Um, you know, I like the gear system is a little bit different, but I do like it. Um, you know, it's I I I know it's it's I really like front. I like I like the keyboard and mouse instead of the controller. Didn't think I was gonna like that that much, but I like I do think I like it a lot better. I feel like I'm a better player because of the mouse. I don't know if you agree with me, Pat. Um, yeah, I, the I had the only issue I had with the mouse was that it it gave me a real hard time with like my blocking direction, and I don't know why, but like. That should this, be the. Op I was saying I have this, the opposite issue. The slightest move on my mouse changed my block direction, like in whatever direction. Like I, I couldn't like hold a steady like for whatever reason. Like it just wasn't like if I was holding left and like the dude like tried to quickly like you know switch theirs to whatever the opposite direction of mine was. Yeah. If I went to go switch to that, it would either go up or it would go right, but wouldn't hold for some reason and i don't know what oh, was that's going weird. on yeah that's i think a lot of the, like I, I was the last like, couple games we played i was like really paying attention to it because like i didn't know what the fuck was going on like i was getting hit by fucking everything yeah so i was like really looking at it and for whatever reason nothing held and i i, I couldn't understand why that yeah that's especially, funny. I, Pat, I haven't especially had that for a issue, game Pat. that like you're blocking and attacking on the mouse yeah, so sounds like, like you need a new mouse. No, the mouse is my mouse is fine, and literally sounds anything like you, else. Sounds like you need to splurge, treat yourself. No, you, no, you need Brian, a new mouse. Brian, come on. I mean, um, I, w I will say I, I have not had that issue. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I gotta like try to play it more, I guess. Yeah, Corsair released some great new mouse mouses, Pat. They look really nice. That's all I'm saying. I need a monitor before I need a mouse, Brian. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. You do. So, <laughs> um, get out of my house. What was I go? I wish I was in your house. Yeah, I love being in your house. Cool. Um, I like the Pat. I always see monitor deals, and then I always want to send them to you, and then I feel like you're just gonna get mad at me. No, I know I need a new monitor. <laughs> I just don't have the money to drop on a monitor right now. I know. I understand that. So you don't want me to send you the monitor deals that come across? No. Okay, that's fine. When I when I when I have the money and I'm in a market for one, I will ask you all about it. What have been the market for? Yay! One? I like I like that. Like you're in the market for like a sailboat, but now Pat's in the market for a monitor. Speaking of For Honor, Dan's a bully and made me buy it. <laughs> Fine. What well, close your thought of For Honor because I'm excited to go play it after we finish this. Um, the stick guy Shaolin, great, 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 great hero. Um, second thing, Pat. Um, mm. I found out looking into like more about it. So you know how we were playing and we felt like a lot of the characters were doing the like the the. Um, like, the all-directions block on us. Yeah. So some characters have ability, like the ones with the shields mostly, obviously. Mm -hmm. But there, you could deflect or block an attack, but you could also parry an attack, which I don't remember doing I don't remember that. that being in the original game either. I yeah. looked it up too, and apparently if you, like, time a heavy, like, right as the attack's about to hit Yeah, towards their, their heavy. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if they're doing heavy right, if you do a heavy right right at the right time, you'll... Yeah smack it and kind of stun them a little bit and that's mm -hmm. what they were doing to us yeah so like, i'm super consistently all the time yeah well the, yeah i mean annoying me that is annoying I w i've been trying to kind of get it down but like obviously it's still kind of a new concept to me 
But I, I was, I'm able to do it like once in a while, but like not like every every fucking thing is like some of these dudes. But I just wanted to tell you that that's what that was. It wasn't just like some weird move that we just weren't understanding. Mm-hmm. Cause, yeah, because I got off after we got off that one night when me and you played. I was like looking up like Centurion stuff because like I really like him and I want to like, you know, be able to like play as him well because he was a fun character to play as. Um, and like a couple of things I found was like you know the that all the parry thing. Yeah. Surprisingly, he's actually a super low tier on, like, the community tier list for, like, uh, Brawl and stuff like that. Like, like duels and stuff. So, like, you know, obviously it's all for the reasons I don't really know. Like, you know, the, what, what for, I guess he's exploitable or something. Um, but I'm surprised because I got fucked up by a lots of them. So I don't yeah. I don't really know. I, and this is also, like, high-end competitive for Well, his, too, his reach is also really short. And, like, if you, like, if you can stay out of his range, like, you're probably gonna be okay yeah maybe that's maybe that's what it was but i don't know that i, I, I mean I, if he catches you in that loop that he was catch, like that one dude was catching us in like you're fucked but yeah if you can stay out of that i think you'll be fine yeah but uh yeah excited to get back to Ferrana. and i'm excited yeah. to play with brian yeah hi yeah. he screams at chris brennan that one time oh my god still i still talk about that like <laughs> monthly I, one of my favorite stories yeah, never heard it funny never heard anyone scream like that playing a video game <sighs> Uh, yeah, it's not not wasn't a good look for our friend Chris, funny, friend of the show, friend of the show. Was very funny. <clears throat> All right, so let's move on to some news. I'll start with some quick stuff. Um, so Destiny did a cool thing this week uh, with the most recent update. They added a new exotic that added a new dungeon. The exotic is a re-release of the Outbreak Prime. It's now called Outbreak Perfected. So for those who don't know, Outbreak Prime was originally discovered in the Wrath of the Machine raid. Uh, Destiny's Rise of the Iron expansion, uh, the quest involved using binary inside the raid, and it was a whole thing that we had to do with our group, which was really fun, and I remember that vividly because Dan sighed audibly when Andrew jokingly said he messed something up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's a clip <laughs> of that somewhere. Yeah, it, on the internet it exists somewhere. Um, so, yeah, they brought the gun back, and there's this really cool quest that you have to do. That they kind of snuck in with the update and let the community kind of find on its own. Um, it involves like another three-player dungeon that like takes place in like the like uh, beneath the tower, which is really cool because that's kind of like an unexplored area um, for the community. And there's like some puzzles and stuff. I've heard it's really great, so I'd love to do it. Um, so that's just a quick tidbit for all the Destiny heads that exist. Um, we should do it. I know we're under leveled, but we have to. We well, should do it anyway. We should do it anyway. I mean, I'll be totally down uh, to try to grind up some light to do that. Same. Very much with you on that one. Uh, so Destiny also released some information about the raid and the next uh, expansion. So Season of Opulence begins on June 4th. Um, so uh, the headline on Polygon says Destiny's whose most mysterious season is less than a month away. Um, I don't think Bungie's released a ton of details about it, so I think that's why. I haven't heard anything no, on it. Was, it. it the, even the name of it was a mystery until recently. Like the yeah. actual season, they like. Cause, I don't know when they announced what it was called, but I've only like recently, within the last like week or two, been seeing season of opulence floating around. Yeah, so there's they really haven't released a lot. I'm like kind of skimming through the article right now. The one thing that I think is a bummer is that the new raid actually apparently takes place in the Leviathan again, which kind of stinks. Um, what? But really? Like the, it is the yeah, season of opulence. Yes. Which is all about the man. In there. Yeah, all about the all about the boy in there. So I've seen, like, you know, kind of a point of contention. Some people think that it's a bit, like, dumb, but a lot of people, like, just don't are kind of, like, holding their breath to see, like, what it, the, like what's going to be up with it. Um, 
So there's also apparently a rumored and like a, uh, a six-player like a match made activity and it looks like a revamp of the original raid apparently or something and that's going to release alongside um, the new raid um, which is Enter the Crown of Sorrow apparently it's called. Okay. So the, the cool thing about the new raid though is it's releasing the same day as the expansion. So it's pretty much going to be like an even playing field for everybody to get worlds first instead of just like the sweaty like Twitch streamers that have all day to like grind. I mean, obviously, they'll probably do it first still because they have all day to grind. But like Bungie wanted to like, you know, pretty much like level the playing field a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. Yep, uh, and also there's apparently, which I've read that people are pretty mad about, and I'm just like confirming it while reading this article. And this is also this is I'm getting all my information from Polygon. Um, so when the new raid releases with the new content, they're locking Last Wish until the new raid is done, because apparently a lot of people have been hoarding the raid keys for Last Wish, um, okay. which when you open up chests at the end of that raid, you can get powerful gear. And do they work? Is are those keys going to work for the new raid? Well, well, people would use that as a tool to grind power level. Oh, oh, because that's always going to drop higher. Okay, that, yep. that makes sense. That's smart. Yep. I don't know they, they do that. That's smart. Yeah, there's also other power leveling methods that they're going to cap at 700. Okay. Um, so they're, they're, they're trying to stop players from hitting the cap before the raid releases, um, which happened with Scourge of the Past and which made it so easy. Okay. So, because they felt like, you know, Scourge of the Past wasn't supposed to be an hour-long raid. It was supposed to take players a lot longer. But sure. people weren't able to blow through it because they were just so overleveled. Yeah, I forgot about it. I honestly, I even forgot, like, Scourge of the Past existed. Because, like, you never really you hear, hear you never yeah. really heard anything about it. Yeah, you hear people out. talk about, yeah, Last Wish literally took, like, the first raid team that did it was playing for, like, two days straight. Yeah. It was, like, fucking nuts. Yeah. So, But a lot of that was based on power level, not necessarily just because it was yeah, a and also difficult raid. Yeah, figuring things out too. well yeah that so, too but scourge of the past was a little bit easier i think in that regard yeah um that's but yeah long story short um i think all the changes they're making are really cool they're doing some fun stuff uh i think that the dungeon they released for outbreak perfected is really cool and they should do more stuff like that when they can um and i think that when this releases hopefully we'll all get back into it because i always love me a good uh destiny we're bobby one more time brian when this comes out it's in june june okay good i need okay. them to stop Bringing back Destiny One Exotics. Really, you don't like it, Pat? I'm it's cool. It's fine, but it's like too much now. Like I, like, I was, a, it was cool with like, you know, June Fourth, by the way, Dan. It was cool with like Last okay. Word and like Thorn. Like, all right, cool. But now it's like every couple of months, it's like, yeah, there's another D1 Exotic in the game too. And like, yeah. it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like they need to like, you know, try to double down on like adding like new, really cool shit. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I'm with you there for sure, Instead but of like relying on the the older stuff that they had, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of torn because like I really do love a lot of the OG exotics, and I think that they definitely deserve a place in this game. Yeah. So like I part of me feels like they should just double down and just bring back everything, <laughs> and then just make it make it like Gal a shared horn. world. Well, like that would be awesome, and like so like my fucking pipe dream for the next Destiny, whenever that comes out, is it just has everything. Like, it's literally, like, they bring back which all it, the old raids. Which it should, because 
you know, like, w- like where did those guns go? Like, like, yeah. Where, like, yeah, it's not like, like they why, like, vanished you know, or anything. Yeah, like, like, it makes sense. Imagine being able to just run through Vault of Glass, like right now on our computers, like with everybody. Like, yeah. how sick would that be? That yeah, is, that's I a good it would, point. It'd be cool, but like, like there's no reason to not have, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason that they're, they're that we shouldn't be able to just run those raids. Like, if I want to run those raids, it's content they can just plop into that game. Like, I don't understand. Like, you know, I never really understood why. They got. They had to get rid of certain. You know, like, I don't. I don't. Yeah, like well, remember how initially they were like, mechan- "Oh, we have a six-year plan," and yeah. and me- like I'm sure, yeah, like, like a pat. Yeah, I'm 100 percent with you. There's in mechanics that, built into thought. two that weren't built into one that would make those raids like significantly easier. Oh uh, yeah, okay, good point. They, they would have to rework them. They would have to re-implement the planets that they're on. They would have to redo all that shit, which you know it's fine, and I can understand why they weren't in two. But like, if they were gonna do kind of like what Brian said, where if like say like Destiny Three is that. And it's just, you know, it, it's just, you know, Destiny, fuck, whatever the fuck they want to call it. Just and double down, just call it Destiny again or something. Destiny. Whatever. <laughs> and then it's just, and then it that's when it becomes almost like an MMO, which I think would be awesome. Um, you know, all the planets from both games plus new ones for this one. And, you know, all the exotics from the first game, second game, and new ones for the third game. Like, all that shit. Like, and again, Bungie has full control over the, the IP now, so... They can kind of do whatever they want. Just double down on it. Yeah. Um, That's because at this I point, just, why not? Like, my, if you're my, bringing back everything anyway, like <laughs> to go back to my point, which is why I'm like kind like I think they should kind of like back off the D1 exotics. It's like this is Destiny Two. Like you need to like double down on the fact that it's Destiny Two. I understand mm-hmm. like bringing back like some D1 exotics. Fine, I understand because you know people like they're big fans of the Destiny franchise are gonna like want to see that stuff, which is great. But I think it's at a point now where it's just a little too many, too soon, and I just feel like they should just keep like trying to like you know keep their creative juices flowing, like actually bring in some like new cool shit rather than just yeah fucking yeah I'll, on, like, I'll agree on stuff. that. I'm with you too, and my whole thing, and like I guess a counterpoint that I could try to make for this is like when they bring back a D1 exotic like Outbreak Prime or um. It wasn't. It was White Nail, Whisper the Worm. What was yeah. the one that we just got? Yeah. So, like when Black they brought Hammer that back, original, original. Yeah, Black. Yeah, it was they, the. It changed to something. I don't remember what it was. Whatever. Yeah, the sniper rifle. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Most people will know what I'm talking about if they played Destiny. So, like, there was like really cool raid light, like things, like dungeons added to mm-hmm. get those. Like, if they're if they're bringing back those exotics because like the idea is like, oh, but you have to do like this super cool long extended mission to unlock it and the thought process is like we're spending so much time creating this mission and this lore and this thing to do and like yeah it's a little lackluster because it's not a new weapon like i'm more for like the experience of unlocking the weapon which i i can completely agree with you like if they want to bring back like old exotics and but do like attach like something like that to them i think that's super worth it and actually really cool and fun but like you got like you know weapons like the last word or thorn where it's just a quest and then you just get it like uh, that. Like, yeah, I love the last word. and I love Thorn. I thought I think they're great guns. But like there's like, I don't know. It, I just feel like I'm on I'm on board with you. Like the way that they were an outbreak prime and the way that they did Whisper of the Worm. Like there needs to be something like challenging to make. Obviously, like the reward that you're getting at the end, like really feel like a reward rather than just a mission. Like, hey, here's, like, same thing with like yeah. Thunderlord. Thunderlord was just like a mission. 
and then you yeah, just Thunder get Lord it, was, and then Thunder yeah. Lord became one of the best exotics in the game. Like, why wouldn't you attach something like you know pretty challenging to that first? Yeah, mm-hmm. or like, like some make that reward like an actual reward. Yeah, like, you know, like or like some dungeon or something that like you go through it and like they store back to the first destiny, and then like at the end of it, like you get a random exotic from Destiny One that they haven't put in Destiny Two, two yet or whatever, or hasn't been back into Destiny or something like that. Could be kind yeah. of a fun thing to grind out. Pat, do you have thorns? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I'm the only one that has thorns. Just want to point that out. No, good for you, Dan. So, yeah, like, if they bring back Gallowhorn and it's not, like, the sickest fucking dungeon but, throwback like, that's what I'm thing saying. Like, to get like, it, like... Think, like, what they could, like, if they add, like, a dungeon to that, like, going back to, like, the the Iron Lord's, like, uh, like, the temple or whatever, and, like, having to, like, go through, like, a SIVA dungeon or some shit like that, like, that would be fucking awesome. That would be cool. But, like, yeah. for some reason, in my head, Sick. I feel like they're not going to do that because it's the Gallowhorn and it's just, like, something that they're yeah. just going to drop in there. Sometimes I feel it's like... It's going to be, like, a kind of a lame quest where you just, like, go around and you're like, yo, remember the Gallowhorn? It was like, yeah, it's really cool, and you just get it eventually. Like, yeah. I, that's... Sometimes I, I feel like Destiny and Bungie, like, missed out on, like, their, their the wide-open shots that definitely would have been great. And they, like, just kind of almost shoot themselves in the foot sometimes. And you just kind of go, like, what? You know players fucking want this. Like, don't act like you're, like, you didn't think we are going to want, like, so, you know what I mean? And, like, they just don't yeah. do it. And it just sometimes, and then, like, and then it takes the community going, like, what the fuck? You know? And then eventually yeah, they're like, yeah. we hear you. We get it now. And then sometimes even, like, when they finally do bring back something we want or whatever it might be, it's, like, a handicapped version of it. And it's not mm-hmm. exactly what we wanted. Well, that's I, I why, just, like, I like, like, like this with, like, the Outbreak, Outbreak Perfected and, like, the Whisper of the Worm. Like, they just, like, snuck it in. They, like, they, they snuck yeah, it in there really and, like, sneaky. it got discovered, like, randomly. And then yeah. the gun that you get is really good. Yeah. Rather than... Yeah, yeah apparently it's still, like, I mean, Pulse Rifles are kind of in the meta right now. And this one's still really great because they also reworked the perks a little bit. Yeah. And there's like, um, what's the things that ornaments for it already? Mm-hmm. Like change the visuals, so it's like you know, like what I was saying before. If they're gonna rehash D1 exotics, like you have to tie it to like a cool quest, to like the yeah. It can't just be like Thorn and Last Word, where it's just a grindy like go and get a hundred headshot kills and you know multi kills and all that bullshit, well, that and then like... you do like a really quick mission. Like yeah, the dungeon was... stuff is where I think they're like really finding like this fine line of like people really like this like they should double down on it yeah, like, yeah. The, the only the only gun that I think that was okay with as far as like Destiny 1 Exotics goes was probably Ace of Spades because it was like tied to like Cade's story and stuff so like you know he ran through like a mission that like involved him and stuff so like that all that was like fine yeah that me. was cool for the lore too um, of his character so yeah. along with that yeah but like for guns like like Thorn and Last Word should have 1000% had some kind of a dungeon attached to them those bo- both of those guns were huge parts of the meta in D1. They weren't just like throwaway exotics, whatever. Same thing with Whisper. What I've can't. I think it was Black Hammer. In D1. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So like same thing with that. Like that was like a huge part of the meta for a while in that game. Same thing with Gallowhorn. Same thing with Outbreak Prime when it was in Destiny One. Like guns that were like big parts of the meta and like major parts of that game should a thousand percent be attached to like either a, a hidden mission like or a dungeon because just giving out stuff like that that's like you know major parts of those games is just kind of lame to me black spindle yeah that's what it was it it went from black hammer to black spindle yeah because black spindle you had to do that secret mission where you had to kill that fallen ass guy yeah that remember when we did that that was fucking sick Yeah. yeah it was like and that was like that was awesome like it was it was a good time yeah 
So, I don't know. It's just anything... I just feel like anything that's, like, a major, major part of, like, you know, just Destiny as a whole between the first and second game, like, they needs to be attached to something that's, like, challenging so that that reward at the end actually, like, feels rewarding rather than, like... You know, I'm, I was pumped when I got Last Word, but, like, didn't really take much to get there, so... Yeah. Well, we have plenty of time to speculate more on Destiny 3. Yeah, we can move on. Um... Okay, so Ubisoft announced uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, a sequel well, to Wildlands. Breakpoint got leaked, and then Ubisoft announced it. I think they did that on purpose. I think so, too. I mean, it was like on Twitch ads and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, um, So, uh, okay, let me just start from the top here. Uh, 2017 Ghost Recon Wildlands got, um, this is like a direct sequel to it. Ubisoft announced this on a live stream. This week, uh, the title is meant to refer to the game's central theme of desperation. Um, the new setting is the Aurora, uh, oh God. Aurora Islands, a private compound owned by Jace Skell, the CEO of Skell Technology, which specializes in drones and AI. Uh, like in Wildlands, you play as uh, a nomad, trapping on enemy lines. Uh, your mission is to get the Skell's like, tech thing under control. Uh, the islands are like a just super video game ass setting um, like every kind of environment you think mountains, swamps, snowy areas apparently there's even a fucking volcano um, this is like alpha gameplay footage that was shown uh, it's like highly co-op intensive uh, open ended gameplay pretty much it just looks like a direct sequel to Wildlands if you've played Wildlands or have seen anybody play it before. If before. I can't throw a man from a drug cartel into a volcano, I'm be real upset. <laughs> um, so you create like your ghost or your character shared between uh, all the different modes, solo, co-op. Uh, apparently this is going to launch with a PvP mode. Uh, they added it to Wildlands and I've heard that it's actually pretty cool. Um, there's apparently going to be dialogue cho- uh, choices... Uh, they won't really affect the narrative too much, but you'll at least have the choice. So I guess that's kind of cool. Um, I always felt that was a little strange. Like yeah, a but I mean, choice. whatever. It's a throwaway thing, but sure. Apparently, every four months, a new major expansion will launch. Um, there's going to be a raid, apparently. That could be cool. Is, definitely. See what the fuck is Just up with that. throwing those around now. <clears throat> we, you say that, but Division ha- still hasn't gotten its raid. True. <laughs> So, the really cool thing is that the villain that's introduced, uh, Cole Walker, um, is actually was introduced this week in Operation Oracle DSC, which is for Wildlands. Uh, that's going to be played by um, John Bernthal. So, it's that's a pretty well-known actor. Yeah, I, I, I can appreciate that they're, added, like, that they're introducing him as DLC in this game as a lead-up to the next one. I think that's pretty mm-hmm. actually pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm super into it. I, I think he's awesome. I like John Berthold. Yeah. Yeah, he plays a good tough guy. He's just very, very yeah. typecasted <laughs> as that type of an actor, but it's fine. Yeah. Go, this doesn't really do much for me, but if we all play it, I'm sure I'll get into it. I mean, I from my experience with Wildlands, and I probably played 20 to 30 hours of that on a console, um, it's just, it was a fun video game, ass video game. Yeah, like, that, I, I was in the same boat. Like, I played it a little bit with you and Andrew, and I had a good time, but like it wasn't mm-hmm. something that I think I would pick up on myself and play because like it just no, like, this the, is fun, 100%. the fun that you have in that is like 
running around with your boys, like, fucking up a compound, like... Yep. Yeah, if, like, if no one else bought this, I would never touch it. Yeah. Not ever, ever in a bazillion years. Like, it's just not something I would play by myself. Maybe this one's a little bit different because uh, of the PvP element. Uh, we'll see. Remains to be seen. It's obviously not going to release for a while. Um, it's going to release, apparently, October 4, 2019. I don't think that's accurate, though, because that's, like, soon-ish. I thought it would be 2020. I mean, it could be. I mean, their, their usual cycle on, like, games is about two years. I'm going. So all the details I just read are from Kotaku's, like, roundup article that they released. And they have that as the release date on the bottom saying that it's going to launch in our, October of this year. So that would be sick. But, I mean, we'll find out more, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we got um, e E3, E3's in a month. So I'm sure Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get... um. We'll get more info on that, obviously, you know, like Pat just said at E3. But, I mean, this is definitely something that it, it interests me because I had fun with Wildlands. So, I know, Dan, you're not on that. I, I forget what you were. You were so against buying Wildlands. It was actually to the point where it was, like, a little obnoxious. Because huh. we all buy the same games, like, for the point of playing them together. Solidarity, just, brother. You were so against it. Like, I, I, don't, I, 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 I don't remember why. I didn't think I, I just didn't think I was going to play it. It just really didn't interest me. I played a demo with Chris Brennan, and like I did not have any fun. And I'm sure I would have had fun, but you know, just drugs, man. What? So if he doesn't buy this and he comes up with some lame ass excuse, I'm literally just gonna okay. I buy every in. fucking game. Let's 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 tune it down here. All right, I, well. Now, now you owe Brian one because you made him buy For Honor again. For Honor was fucking fifteen fucking dollars, Pat. Fifteen dollars. <laughs> like, we talked like we talked about this before. Brian wipes his ass with fifteen dollars. Doesn't matter. He's still specifically you said you uh, wipe your ass. Specifically a ten dollar bill and five singles. He goes to the bank every day to make sure he has enough still, to wipe his ass with. You still owe him one. <laughs> oh man, I owe you a fucking. I like, I, re I really like that joke though, Dan. That was good. What joke? The uh, ten dollars of the five singles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's good. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we can move on. Dan, let's. I know you got some news. Yeah, I got some stuff. Uh, so uh, medieval or is this medieval or medieval? I always want to say medieval. Uh, I think technically it's medieval. Oh, I would say medieval because it's easier to say. That's fine. The that yeah, with, sure. this, with the one eye skelly man. Uh, it's coming up PS4 in October. I know they announced this kind of a while ago, but it's officially happening. Um, sure, cool. I, I, I think I, this is the first, like, real footage we've had of it. Yeah, I think so. I, I remember... It announced? I do remember playing this a little bit on PS1? One, right? Yeah, definitely PS1. Because I didn't have a PS2. Um, it's cool, you know? I mean, I don't think this is like a... Go buck wild, but I'm sure there's some medieval fans out there. Yeah, it was okay. I never, like, was, like, a huge... Fan of that game that much. I yeah. I played, like, I played some of it. Yeah, so uh, Sir Daniel Fortescue, that's what his name was. Yeah. Because I remember playing as him in uh, PlayStation Battle Royale or whatever the fuck that game was called. That game was underrated. Battle All-Stars or whatever. Ba yeah, All-Stars Battle Royale, I think it was called. Uh, that game was underrated. Learning out there. Enjoyed that game a lot. Um, but yeah, so that comes out um, on October 25th. So look for that. Uh, second thing up. So, Rainbow Six Siege has uh, a team-killing problem, as evidenced by one of our recent matches, where Andrew, was some guy was just being a fuck, talking on the mic, and then Andrew was doing his, uh, his fucking voice clips to him, just to kind of be a fuck back, and then the guy team-killed Andrew, because, you know, that's what you fucking do in, in Siege when you get upset, <laughs> you, you, you kill your teammates. So then, 
he kills Andrew. Me and Brian kill his friend and him to avenge Andrew. And then the next round, I tried to save Andrew from being killed, but Brian ran around the corner, and then I ended up killing Brian. And then, well, <laughs> and then I get I out of everybody who started team killing, I get fucking booted from the match. I get a thirteen minute ban until I could play again. Somehow that fucking first guy didn't get it, who started it, and I got it because I accidentally killed Brian. So that was annoying. So now. Uh, um, in Siege, there is something called reverse friendly fire. So it, when you shoot somebody, so say you're my teammate and I shoot you, you have the option of activating reverse friendly fire. So anytime that person who shot you shoots a teammate, not just you, the bullets will actually damage him and not a teammate. Same thing Good. with same thing with like if you have like a twitch drone or something and I, I shoot it. Like if you then you activate that and then like if you shoot my another church drone that damage will be done to you. I don't know how that would work with like if you accidentally like toss a grenade at like a gadget or something. I don't know if it's that strict. Um, but uh, but that's coming in uh, a patch on Thursday, which I think is a kind of funny thing and, and a and a good way to kind of combat team killers because that's still a very much an issue in Siege, especially casual. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, so that's cool. That like, that, like, fucking was, like, the turd in the punch bowl. It, like, ruined our night. We were, like, so so into Siege, and then it was, like, Dan had to, like, get sidelined for 30 whole minutes. Yeah, that's, like, two full matches. So then, like, I think you guys just played a get-off, and I, like, went to For Honor or something. I yeah, was like, you were ah, super upset. Guess we're not doing that. I was just annoyed because it was, like, how the fuck did, like, what, like, what, what is their algorithm that makes sense? Like, that guy kicked, that guy killed Andrew. We, we couldn't kick him because you need four votes, and his friend was in the match. And then somehow the next round, uh, like they go like, "Oh, that one round, that's fine. Like we'll let all that slide." But no, that fucking well, second round, yeah, you're fucked. You're out of here. Yeah, it was weird because like I don't think Andrew got team killed right away in the second round. If he did, it was by the friend. So both of them technically only team killed once. Where in that round, you team killed twice. Oh, uh, maybe so that's, that's why you got kicked. Yeah, I think, uh, it, I think it's based on numbers, not like who's actually doing it. Uh, so, like, okay. If you got, if you did two team kills within the same match, it's gonna. Boot I don't think it should just boot you for right off the bat. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, th I think nowadays the technology is good enough where they can kind of tell if it's like a well, complete accident or if it's uh, yeah, intentional. I, I was gonna say I don't think I don't think they should boot you right off the bat because there have been like a number of times where like you know I've killed you on accident or you've killed Brian or you've killed I'm, me. Like, I'm saying like more intentional. They killed Andrew the first three seconds of the round like that doesn't happen like that that that's not something that can happen accidentally yeah of course like you can run into a bullet when we're playing around or or teddy could decide he wants to open up a fucking wall with a c4 blow me up <laughs> you know and, like that happens but usually you can tell that's normal not fucking three seconds in you know fuck pants mcgee decides to blow Andrew's brains out you know oh, that's fuck pants that's not you know that's not normal but Whatever. So yeah, I'm, I'm this, glad they, this, they acknowledge that's an issue and try to fix it. Yes, they're trying to fix it. It's, it's really hard, like, in my opinion, to, like, to find a perfect way to handle griefing and, like, team killing in a game like that. It's super challenging. Yeah, the annoying is that it took them this long to do this because this has been a problem since the game came out. Yeah. Like, how many years ago now? 2015. December. Okay. It's been out for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Four years? Yeah. Well, a little over three. Three yeah. and change? Yeah. And, uh, sucks. you know, Problem and obviously sure. for a game that, like, you need friendly fire, like, I don't think it's a game that you shouldn't have friendly fire. Like, it should, friendly fire should be on. But, like, you can legitimately just kill a teammate completely by accident. It does happen, you know? Um, obviously it happens, like, you know, way too much in, like, a shitty sense where there's just some fucking guy that's blasting, like, rap music through his microphone, yeah. killing people for no reason. 
Or, you know, some guy's like, yo, let me play ass, and then you go, no, and then he murders you. But, uh, but yeah, so they just, I, you know, so it's kind of hard to get that completely right, but it does, it does seem a little odd that it's taken them this long to kind of put something like this into the game, so. But Yeah, well, that, hopefully they figure it out sooner than later. Yeah, so, all right, next up. So John Wick is getting its own video game. It's, yeah. uh, it's a strategy game developed by Biffle Games. That's Mike Biffle. He's done Subsurface, Subsurface Circular, Volume, Thomas Was Alone. Um, I haven't played many of his games, but I know Andrew's played a few, and he's liked them, and they're pretty highly rated. They're like little indie, story-driven games. Uh, this is going to be called John Wick Hex. Uh, it's coming to console and PC. Um, it's currently in development, so there's no uh, release date or anything like that. There's a one-minute tra- uh, trailer for it. Um, it looks cool. It's kind of like it's like it's like an ultra stylized kind of. It's not like anything you would think it was. Like it's not like some like you know fucking shoot 'em up. It's it's actually like a strategy game where like you'll like go around a corner, see a guy, and you'll have like options of like how to fight the guy, and then you kind of like play like that, you know. So it's kind of like a game you actually have to think about, you know, where we were talking about before we started recording that like you would assume a John Wick game would be like Hotline Miami, but you're John Wick and not like that guy, you know. So this, I think this is kind of cool. What do you how do you, what, how do you guys feel about it? Yeah, it's cool. It's a uh, it's a nice subversion of the expectations for a game. That yeah, would be like, you know, that you would assume John Wick could be attached to for sure. Like right, I'm first. into it. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited. I, I Mike Bithell's awesome. Um, I didn't play um, the subsurface games, but I've heard they're really really good. Andrew always drops the these are definitely Brian games. So <laughs> Andrew loves doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like his favorite fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean Thomas was alone, super cool. Uh, I definitely played one of his other games and really, really liked it. I just can't remember why. Volume. Uh, thank you. Yeah, volume is like probably my favorite Vita game. Volume is so good. Yeah, the couple, the couple like levels that I played were really fun. No, Andrew beat that. Yeah, like, I really platinumed it. it. Oh wow, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I, volume's sick. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for this. I also think John Wick's such a uh, just a dumb, awesome character. So yeah, for sure. The yeah, third I said this before I said this before we started, but I thought like when I heard that, I was like, oh, we're gonna get like a cool like remember like the Wanted video game when it came out. Yeah, like I was like, we're gonna get like a cool something like that. And then I saw the trailer before, and I was like, well, that's not <laughs> super different. But I mean, it, you, yeah, but it's cool though. Still, like, no, it's yeah, still yeah, kind of like, feels like, like yeah, I'm yeah, not like I, it just a, looks annoyed like about it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you, Pat. I kind of thought had a different idea in my head, and then when I saw it, I was like, not what I expected, but this is still something I could get behind because I also really liked Hitman Go, and this is, just looks like a way more stylized and like a different approach to that, so yeah. sign me up. So they apparently, uh, Mike Bithell described it as a fast-paced, action-oriented strategy game that makes you think and act like John Wick, and they also dubbed it uh, Fight Choreographed Chess Brought to Life as a Video Game. It's cool. I'm Color me intrigued. Yes, yes, for sure. Also, John uh, John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum is out yeah. May seventeenth. Can't wait. Movie's gonna be great. Pat, do you remember yes. going to see really John Wick? Already. John Wick together, the first one. We made out in the back row. You jerked me off. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Um, all right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven. We got a new trailer for it. Pat, let it rip. I Tell mean, there's not it. really, like, a ton to talk about. It was only, like, a minute and change. But it looked... Um, that one minute, though, does look fucking it awesome. Looks, it looks fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, they Everything they've shown off has only been stuff, like, revolving around, like, the first major mission you do, which is, like, super impressive. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Me. I thought it seemed like a lot 
a lot of stuff. No, okay. It's literally everything they've shown off is like surrounding like the first mission. Maybe aside from like a couple of things, but it's all surrounding. Uh, like, all right, the so that one of the first things you do in that game. So that makes me fucking think that the game's like three years down the line still, and they're and they're got and they got one well, mission ready to go. <laughs> according to uh, the state of play. They'll have more to announce next month at E3. Yeah, more to so, announce could be fucking, like, absolutely nothing. Like, that more to announce could be like, yeah, we got also, another trailer You also gotta remember December. that this game is gonna be, be episodic. You have to remember that. Well, did, did they, did, did, but did, did they say they're not doing that now? I don't remember that ever happening, though. I could be wrong, but I feel like they talked... I, I'm, I was still under the impression that they're still going for an episodic approach, and if that's the case, um, showing off only this much would make sense because they couldn't like the the whole midgar like all that stuff like where like the whole beginning of the game takes place like right at the beginning like that would make sense as like episode one and then like where the story goes from there would fully make sense as episode two or however many they're gonna do okay i'm assuming they're only doing like two or three all right yeah Um, so but the not, way the game is structured, that makes complete sense. If they're uh, still going with the episodic approach, yeah, they are. Okay, so I was, I was, I think it's more just they haven't said anything about the episodic thing in a long time. Well, because so, they haven't talked about the game in four years. It's true. So yeah, no, there's a bunch of articles. I guess because a lot of people probably are thinking like I am that it's still the I, I don't know one of the game's developers. I guess, uh, yeah, did confirm that it's still an episodic release. But that's that's it. That, that you know they yeah. haven't said anything else. So. So, as from what I can tell, they're obviously the the visuals are completely updated. They look like they're using the engine that they use for Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, this side by side that somebody posted on Discord is uh, ridiculous. Sick, yeah. yo! I, I got like goosebumps looking at it because like I remember like all of those stills explicitly. Yeah. Um, from like when I played the original game, and then like seeing them like you know, re-rendered in like the super highly polished like CG. Like I was like, holy shit. Um, yeah, Pat's gonna blow numerous loads, like <laughs> countless, the countless most even. loads that can be blown. Um, but yeah, so like I, everything about it, like I, I'm like super pumped. Um, they they are updating the combat system, and it looks to me like they're going more like a Final Fantasy 15 route. That's the only thing I'm a little disappointed about because I lo- I love me some turn based combat. Like I liked the combat in 15, but I felt like you know only playing as Noctis and like just doing like the same moves over and over again was like kind of lame after a while. You don't like, like do that like, zippy sword move over and over and over and fine, over It was fine, but, like, you know, it, it, for however long that game was, you know, doing... Like, he doesn't, like, really... You don't really, like, update his, like, you know, his combos or, like, his no. combat that much. No, like, you it's don't. pretty much the same moves over and over again. So, like, this one, from what I can tell from, like, screenshots I've seen, you can kind of swap between your party members, like, as you're fighting... So like, okay. you can go from like you know smacking the dude around with cloud, and then the switch to like Barrett, and like start hitting him from like long range, and then like I know Tifa was like her name is in a few of the screenshots, but they never show her. Um, you can probably go from like cloud, like smacking the dude around to Barrett to shoot a guy, like do something, and then like switch to Tifa quick and like either heal or whatever. Like, you know, I, it's just you know I, I I think which I think they updated Final Fantasy 15 with a mechanic similar to that where you can actually play as the other party members. Yeah, and I think that was like you know a little, a little late for that. I think that should have came at launch, um, but from everything that I've heard, it was like a very welcome addition to that game because like being able to play as like Gladio or um, I think what's his name Prompto, the kid with the guns, like completely like drastically different fighting styles. I think would be like you know yeah no, yeah that's a good point. Oh, good way to like keep yourself engaged with the combat and like the the 
size of the party and like the the wide range of characters that there are in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, like I, that the fucking combat can get wild. Yeah, I, I really I really excited to play as Doug. Uh, no, Doug's not in there. Sid is in there. Yeah, that's what I meant. And so is Vincent. Like I just I'm trying to th- like Brian is the only other one here that has like any kind of nostalgia for this. <coughs> I don't. Like yeah, it's me. it's been a really long time since I played seven. And I'm just I'm thinking of like, like, are you I'm talking like when like it came the, out, Brian? You played yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm just thinking of like the the combination of party members you can have and like the, some of the wild shit you could probably do. Oh, it's gonna be like think I'm about so very much looking forward to it. Think about like think about Cloud, Vincent Valentine, Red Thirteen, and Sid. Red Thirteen, oh, yo. Yeah, F, Red Thirteen, like, and right? Like and being able to swap between all four of them. Yeah. And, like, doing, like, wild shit. Yeah, um, that's like what makes this like I, I I'll agree with you, Dan. I'm I do enjoy me some turn-based combat. Yeah. But when I think about the evolution of the series, and like Pat said, when you think about the characters and what they do specifically, like th- adding that into the mix of 15's combat, it just opens up like yeah, it makes sense. possibilities. It yeah, makes and sense. just like I... it, ex- it 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 makes it a new ass game, mm-hmm. but has the same like for me if if you we're gonna rank Final Fantasy stories seven literally like just absolutely demolishes every other yeah. final fantasy game so give me that story give me 15's combat which is just super fast and crazy uh just sign me the fuck up i need it now inject yeah. that shit into my veins baby yeah uh, well it's probably like um, a 2021 game well they did confirm that it's going to be on this generation so it's either yeah, they confirmed a lot of things that didn't happen did they I mean, I'm just going by what they've like they've taught. Well, no, okay, maybe not. But I don't believe anything they say. <laughs> all they confirm, all they confirmed definitely was that it was episodic. I guess I don't believe anything they say personally, but, um, but yeah, I'm I'm like beyond excited. Uh, I can't wait. I couldn't believe it when I saw that there was a fucking like little teaser trailer out. I like lost my shit and like dropped what I was doing and watched it like immediately. Were you, like, in the middle of working, and you, like, ran into the back room? No, I was home. I was, like, cleaning, like, doing dishes and shit, and then, like, uh, f- I think I was... I had my phone, and I think Wario tweeted out. Wario64 tweeted out. Uh, oh, I thought you were about the actual Wario, so good that you, you clarified. Yeah, good thing I clarified. Um, he tweeted out, like, a like a the trailer or something, and I was like, oh, yeah. So, I was, like, I went and sat down on my couch, watched it on my TV, because, yeah. Cool. And then Pat didn't get up for the next 12 hours. No, and then I got up and finished cleaning. 12 hours later. Twelve hours later, yeah. <laughs> Today, actually. Today, he has a, that's been four days. Still hasn't got up. <laughs> Let him live, damn it. Let He's the in, man live. He is infused into his couch. Um, so, yeah, cool. Uh, li- uh, listen for uh, Pat's uh, Squeal. <laughs> squeal on that yeah, when there's, there's more information is released. There's already people that are, like, almost like they're, like, kind of wary about the... Barrett's voice actor. Ba- yeah, the, the, the direction they're going with Barrett. But, like... I get it. I understand. But that's kind of like his... That's like what his character is. His character is like a Mr. T, like, fucking big, like, burly man. Like, this is like... Wait, so what are, they, what are people upset about? Because they're making, they're, they're making him out to sound like... They're going out of their way to make him sound like a black, like, stereotype. Oh, uh, like, okay. like a Mr. T or, like, you know, just like a big, burly, like, smooth-talking... But to, like, the po- like, to the point where it's, like, makes sense or to the point where it's just, like, all, it's almost like, you know, like a fucking it like, ma- I Personally, I think it makes person. sense for Barrett because he is When a you see the character? Yeah, sure. Big, burly, you know, black dude with a fucking gun arm. Gun arm. Like, like, <laughs> gun arm, all right, hell yeah. Like, what do you, like, what do you want him to sound like? I, like six, I don't know. Six, like, dude. Oh, is Barrett here? I understand why people would be, like... 
I, all right, I get it, but like, I for, for me personally, I feel like it makes sense for him to sound like a Mr. T or like something like that. I don't know. What about Ice T? <clears throat> Works too. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite kind of iced tea? What flavor? I I do. Uh, I usually do like the half and half, like lemonade iced tea. Okay. Yeah, I like peach personally. Peach tea's good. Yeah. What about you, Brian? I only drink coffee and water. <laughs> Brian, what? The, you, there's only gonna be one fucking guy. There's supposed to be one guy out there. I'm a you... raspberry tea guy myself. Okay. Right, Thanks, Brian. Go. Thank you. I thought you were gonna double down. Like, I don't think what well, fucking right. weirdo. It was a joke. I love raspberry tea. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> raspberry tea is good. Actually, I forgot about raspberry <laughs> tea. Now I want some raspberry Un- tea. Underrated. It is underrated. I don't like raspberries. The berry. I was but about I like to say the exact same. Raspberry thing. flavored <laughs> things are good. Yes. Yo, yes. I'm with you there, 100. Raspberry, raspberry che- things. Raspberry cheesecake. More like cheesecake. More like raspberry infused things. Yes. Taste good. Like okay. I couldn't eat like a straight. Like I'm not gonna drink like straight up raspberry juice because like. Raspberry juice is like yeah. No way. Fuck yeah, out of here with that. So, yeah, I don't know. Like raspberry. Oh, you know what? You know what flavor can fuck right off? Banana. It's grapefruit. Not nah, oh, also that. I th- I thought you were about to say grape, and I was about to jump through this fucking computer and. <laughs> grape- no, I'm a grape. I'm team grape. Don't worry. G- grapefruit no. is gross. Yes, I don't yeah, know. Grape- I don't how people grape eat that. Drink it. Fuck right off. Yeah, I've heard- flavored things are. I- yeah, I love banana. That- that- no, I agree with Pat. Banana flavored things are garbage. I love banana bananas. Banana bread. Yes. Uh, banana bread. No, I- that's that's. Because it's like infused, it's, it's, it's like actual bananas. It's banana, banana like, flavored, though. I yeah, have to be in the actual mood. bananas. Like you, you ever eat like a banana flavored laffy taffy? Like that's not a okay, banana. Garbage. No, that's not, yeah, yeah, garbage. Yeah, all right, so exactly. You're right. That's what all I'm right, going right. with. So you're more like artificial bananas, man. Yes, I guess. Is okay. What I'm saying. Yeah, I get, I'll fuck a banana, but I can't fuck a, a banana. <laughs> yeah, a banana flavored. would fuck you, Dan. Yeah, it would. It would fuck you. I mean, I'm fuck a it's kind of it's it's pretty mushy. I could probably just. Yeah, smush it onto your dick or something. Yeah, whatever, whatever, Pat. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. Um, yeah, let's not get caught on the, the logistics a- of it. A- Andrew's not here, so we can, we can go off the rails a little bit. He's not going to mad at us. It's true. Oh, he doesn't care anymore. What are we talking about? No. All right, so <laughs> Fortnite season nine uh, just launched. Um, it looks cool. They outlined the battle pass. Some of the skins are are pretty funny. Um, the little trailer to lead into it is kind of cool. Uh, a the a regular yellow uh, blonde-haired uh, skin guy goes into a bunker with a banana, and he comes out with a long beard, and he's drinking the banana. Um, <laughs> and then it's the fu- and then it's kind of like way into the future. That's kind of like the theme. So they changed uh, the big changes there. The map there's a lot of map changes. There's now they they got rid of tilted towers a couple days ago by a volcano exploding and destroying tilted towers, and then for about a week or so that was gone. Now it's Neo Tilted, which is like a version of Tilted Towers, but all futuristic, which actually looks really cool. I haven't had a chance myself to jump into it yet. I would like to. I would like to do that with my friend Brian, but Fuck. Brian is a huge piece of shit and doesn't want to do that with me. So all right, after this, I'll download it. <laughs> no, I'm we got we got to do Ferrata, and then we'll do we'll do Fortnite later. Um, oh my God! So uh, then they're I boss. can't I can't make you happy. I do everything for you. I cook breakfast for you in the morning. I make he coffee. I buy all the video better games you want me to buy. Me. He knows Bru- better than to ask me because he knows I'm just going to tell him to fuck off. Yeah. So and, you're kind of kind of the the scapegoat here for me. Yeah, Sorry. and then I don't. We don't have custody of Andrew uh, except thir- Tuesdays and Thursdays. So maybe I'll ask Andrew yeah, next. And barely next. that. We play yeah, games we on his terms. Yeah, we don't have custody then. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So I can't ask You were late to see a thieves, Dan. Uh, and they added a, a pressure plant, uh, which is a new thing. Kind of looks like this. Well, the volcano. I again haven't seen it in person yet. 
Uh, Mega Mall looks new. I'm assuming that's some futuristic type of mall. Um, most of the, the snowy area looks the same. Like Lucky, Fatal, Paradise, that stuff's still there. Pleasant. Um, I was actually looking, thinking about like what is still left over from like the OG map. And really, it's only Pleasant Park, Salty Springs, and Fatal Fields. Everything else is new or changed in some way, which I think is pretty crazy. Um, but it looks cool. Um, I, I do I, the new new areas look look really look cool. I gotta watch them out. Um, the other big change for the this season, outside of just a bunch of like little things, is that they vaulted the pump shotgun. That is the pump uh, the pump shotgun that's been in the game since the first iteration of the of Fortnite Battle Royale. Um, which is a pretty big deal because that's been like the go to shotgun to have pretty much since day one. Um, they got rid of that, replaced it with a combat shotgun, which is kind of like a faster shooting. Uh, less damage type of pump. Um, I've heard people complain about it so far that it's kind of broken. Um, it holds 10 shells. It's semi-automatic. Um, it's kind of, it has a very tight spread, but it's a fast fire rate. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't shot it myself, so I don't really know how it feels, but I've heard more bad things than good things. Um, so yeah, that's, that's probably one of the biggest change-ups in terms of weapons probably at all because the literally if you look at any big streamer or i guess anyone who knows what they're doing in fortnite one consistent is that they're going to have a pump shotgun in their inventory so so now people are i guess going to resort to using the tack shotguns or maybe they're gonna uh, i don't i don't know just use smgs which is still a viable option or you know i don't know um but that's kind of an exciting change i think you know it definitely boys? is. It actually, so that's like kind of what interests me in going in and playing is because that fucking thing got vaulted. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it just, it just, it, sw it swaps up the meta and like you don't gotta like. Yeah, big time. Like big, the biggest time. Yeah. Yeah, because like that my thing has thing been is, like a core yeah. part of the meta since that game came out. So. And like, yeah. so when you're, when you land like that perfect crit on someone that's trying to like get a height advantage on you or is trying to outbuild you and you have a pump and you get like that perfect crit, like that feels great. But then there's times where like the you know the, whatever happens like the it doesn't crit or or you just like the it's the reverse like you're trying to gain the advantage which, of somebody and they yeah which happens way more blue, yeah which happens way more just because I'm bad at Fortnite Same. like the fact that it's gone now and it's just like a straight up like you know we got to go at each other with fucking like might as well be just throwing rocks at one another I guess at this point <laughs> yeah, like well, yeah. I don't even know what's in that shit anymore so like that is what interests me because like I know at this point everybody's gonna outbuild me. So, like, I just got to see if I can outshoot somebody with fucking a scar, which sounds nice instead of getting fucking melted by people who could build real good and just land a, a lucky pump crit, you know? Like, sure. Oh, yeah, I get you. Um, one other big update, too, which I didn't mention, is that they added something called Slipstreams, which is another, like, travel mechanic. These kind of, like, little portal things that you kind of... They're, they're scattered throughout the map. I think it's like a big circle around the perimeter of the map. You go in one and it kind of, like, shoots you to the next one and you can keep going. Um, so, cause I know Fortnite's real big on, you know, traversal and trying to get around the map. I know they've been adding like tons of stuff like that. With it's actually crazy and... to me how like the storm in that game is like, it doesn't matter until like the very, very bitter end game. True. Like <laughs> when it does like, like 10 was... damage a click. Yeah. When I was, I was watching Tifu play who is still like still somehow averages like 50,000 viewers whenever he plays Fortnite. Yeah. So it's just that, which is mind blowing to me. And then I always just watch him just because he's so freaking good, and he'll he'll just know like what's the the best shit to use. Yeah. And like he literally is just never he never cares about map positioning until like the very very end. Like he will be so far out of the circle and just use some gimmick that they have now, whether it's a portal rift or like a fucking hoverboard 
or like these smoke bombs that turn you into a monster that let you do like little barrel rolls. Have you seen those? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're nuts. Don't even know what the fuck that is. I watched him do that the other night, and I was like, okay, that's new or old. I don't even know. Whatever. So like, and he just literally zips out of the storm, which I thought was gonna totally fuck him up, and he just gets out of it super fast, and then he just kills somebody and takes their heal their their meds. And then that's it. He's right back in the mix. And I'm like, all right, that happened so fast. If that was me with 50 health, like, just limping out of the storm, I'd be like, all right, game over. I'm fucked now. That's it. We're done, <laughs> yeah, We're done yeah. for. You know, like. Yeah, same. Yeah, no, it's truthfully. That, that's why, like I always said, like, the I, I, I hate the fact that, like, compared to Fortnite, the end game is uh, 15 people huddled in, like, a fucking butthole of a circle. And, you know, and, like, it, and then it gets to the point where there is literally no circle left and you just have to outheal your opponent in the storm. Like it's just, like I I I always thought yeah, that was it's, silly. It's out healing and like who could maneuver when the circle rotates and you just landing lucky shots while you're trying to build. Yeah, and then there's and a million like, there's a million structures and people are all different levels and it, yeah you know. explosions like the fucking hamster balls clunking around still. The hamster like ball that. was vaulted, I believe, too. Really? So, okay. Yeah, uh, I think I, I got rid I of thought, that for now. I could have sworn Tifu was streaming last night and he was using it. Could be wrong. Either way, regardless, there's just, yeah. I don't know, there's just some shit in Fortnite It's ridiculous, but, it I, I, you know, we could, we'll talk about it, uh, I guess never, because I'm never going to play it. Fuck off, Dan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my man. Got him, got him. Pat just doesn't like Fortnite because he's bad. No. I said, no, we're moving on. All right, Pat. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, what, what else we got? Come on. All right, so, the, yeah, again, this is kind of a bigger topic. We don't have to be on it forever, uh, but it's kind of interesting. It's kind of a big deal. For just video games, so a a U.S. Senator, um, Josh Hawley, is a Republican from Missouri, proposed guidelines for a new legislation um, that details how loot boxes work, specifically how loot boxes are kind of marketed towards children. So it's the idea of putting loot boxes into games that are specifically marketed towards children, whether they're marketed like like directly to them or just games that are going to appeal to a child, obviously, because a, a child's going to be way more exploitable than a, an adult, unless you're a big, dumb, idiot child, men like we are, and we probably do the same things that a kid would do. Um, so, uh, essentially saying that there's apparently a, a, a 1998 uh, Children's Online Privacy Act, Privacy Protection Act, I guess that's obviously to protect children who are just more vulnerable on the internet, and that loot boxes in games that are... Um, meant for children is exploit is exploiting them so the bill is to kind of put more protections on things like that um the real issue here and that this is just an outline of the bill it's not it hasn't went through and nothing like it hasn't been voted on or even uh you know went to the floor to be voted on or anything like that but the real issue here is more what you actually consider a game that's meant to be for a child because then you have a game like Fortnite, which appeals to children, but is it meant for children? No, it's not. Or like a game like ba uh, Clash Royale on the phone. That's that game is notorious for um, microtransactions and pay to win and things like that. But is that game marketed to children? Not technically, but sure, it it, it is because YouTubers play it and it's colorful and silly and, and kids want to play it. You know, like uh, but then you have but then like a game that's obviously for a kid like Skylanders. You know, like I don't know if that's a pay to win game. I've never really played Skylanders, but like that game would make sense. But the real the the issue here is trying to figure out what games are are actually marketed towards kids. So, like, I know Fortnite probably would be a big contention here um, because, you know, you can make the argument either way, um, which is interesting, you know, because then if that if they do deem, like, any game that kids like or, you know, just seems like it would be marketed for a child, 
then, like, what happens then? Like, Fortnite has to get rid of their loot boxes if this bill is passed, or, like, they have to just add a lot more protection. We don't really know that yet, but I feel like, regardless, this is, could be a potential big step uh, to maybe not getting rid of loot boxes, but really putting some caps on loot boxes and you know, pay-to-win mechanics, especially in games that are directed towards children. But, obviously, if it turns out to be games that, like, are really just for children, games that we would normally not touch, like fucking Club Penguin or some shit like that, then we wouldn't have to worry about it. But if it's for uh, bigger games, games like Fortnite or, I don't know, Minecraft... Overwatch. Overwatch. There you go. Overwatch, thank you. You know, games like that, then, yeah, this is, would affect the, the, the greater audience of video games. There's also, like, a bazillion mobile games that we, like, don't even realize exist, and they're just so scummy with the pay-to-win mechanic. Oh, yeah, that's that. The mobile's fucking rampant with that shit, you know? And, like, with an iPhone, like, some parents, like, will set it. So, for Face ID, they'll set it. I'm pretty sure you could set more than one, so, like, they'll just give like put their kids on it. So, like, when their kids have their phone, they could unlock it to play games and stuff. Like, when you have, like, toddlers and you're just, like, in a store trying to, like, keep them entertained. And, like, with the iPhone, Apple Pay, if you have a credit card linked, you literally just double tap the side button and it, it just will buy shit. Yeah. So, especially with the newer iPhones, so I can only imagine there's probably parents out there who, they're, you know, just happen to find random credit card charges for fucking Clash Royale or some bullshit, you know probably all the time probably more than we realize you know like we're thinking like bigger scale like overwatch and stuff but i also feel like this is definitely targeted for like the mobile market in terms of pay to win mechanics and stuff like that because i think it runs rampant on that platform more so definitely than consoles and stuff um you know but i don't i i mean it's an interesting discussion now that it's like actually hitting legislation to an extent um but then again i the people that write these laws and also and ultimately get to decide on them like, don't have any fucking clue what any of this actually is. So so what's interesting about that, that you say that, Brian, which I didn't know this, obviously, until I started reading this article, but uh, the the representative who was proposing this or is doing the guideline to propose this, he is actually the youngest... Uh, he, what, uh, he's the youngest senator. 39 years old, right? Yeah, he's 39. So, truthfully, like, I'm not saying that guy, like, fucking goes home and, like, yells at dudes on Call of Duty all day. But, like, if I'm going to listen to somebody, I might listen to him more than I listen to, like, yeah, a guy no, my, like, my grandpa's age. Sure. And, it, like, I get you know. I get what you're saying, but, like, this ultimately goes to a grander audience of people that then get to decide on it. And those who are the Who don't know what the fuck they're who, doing yet. Exactly. Who are, like, you know. Unless they have great. children or something or. Exactly. Like and also, yeah. this guy, apparently, doing a little bit more research, he's, like, he kind of sucks, this 39 Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. he's uh, he's super conservative. He, like, is against abortion. We don't have to get into all that. But yeah, just, no, yes. Yeah, but, no, he, he does. Yeah, he does yeah, kind of yeah. suck, yeah. <laughs> it depends on depends on your worldviews, but we don't have to get into that, like Dan said. Um, I just, you know, it's definitely an interesting article. I think for us, you know, it really is not going to do anything to cha- make or break us specifically. It is, they were talking about it um, on Kotaku Split Screen, and they were just saying about how, like, you know, companies that own games like Candy Crush and Overwatch, like, they kind of rely on that revenue stream of loot boxes. Like, that really helps them stay afloat. So yeah. if these ultimately get, like, banned or have to get refocused in some way, like, it's obviously going to change that, uh, The you know, change that for them in a big way sure so it, it's it's mainly on my radar just for that just to see how yeah it's just interesting know. where it's gonna go like i said i don't think it's really gonna affect us that much especially because we're adults with money that our money that we spend but like you said like games like candy crush and, and clash royale and all those type of games like 
I, I'm sure there's kids out there who are like eight, nine, ten years old who play that shit nonstop, and then for their birthday they go, I, I, I don't want a bike. I want you to buy me a hundred dollars in fucking Clash Royale coins so I could buy things in this game, you know? Yeah. And like, I guess like that's where the the you know the export of nature comes from. From that, because yeah, like, there's an article either on Polygon or Kotaku that was just published in the last week or two about how like Fortnite's free to play, but kids get kind of bullied into spending money because like there's this like economy in the game where if you don't have the newest skin, you're kind of like looked down at, and like I can only imagine if we were in middle school and Fortnite is was and still is the shit. And, like, a new skin pops out and, like, I can't swing it and, like, you know, obviously my parents aren't giving me the money and, like, your mom just lets you buy whatever skins you want. You're going to be like, yeah. oh, fuck, fuck you, Brian, you're a loser. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. D- kids are cruel, you know, like, they definitely kind of get bullied into asking their parents for the money, uh, you know, for shit like this all the time. So, like, and it's obviously not really targeted at Fortnite because there really is no play to win mechanic and there really isn't any, like gambling loot well it's box. loot boxes slash pay to win it's not just specifically pay to win so yeah it's, like they, it's a little different obviously but it's not as bad in my opinion but yeah it's still agreed yeah i mean it's 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 still the fact that they're putting that i still get it in a way like for like you know epic knows that like if they put out some silly banana skin that fucking 11 year old is gonna go buck fuck a while and rock hard for that shit you know, yep. and then and like and like and that's where well that's where this actually comes in because he he was quoted saying, um, the would would also apply to quote games with wider audiences who developers knowingly allow minors to engage in microtransactions and I mean as far as Epic goes I don't think they have anything in place to really say a minor can't purchase these loot boxes. No, they don't. You know, so like it's it's more of the fact that no they game does really well. I'm sure there's some out there somewhere, but yeah, I, I, not nothing that I could think of personally. So that really doesn't mean that like you know a fucking ten year old can't get his mom's credit card, jump on there and slap the numbers in there, and then buy as many fucking loot boxes as he wants to, or use his grandma's fifty dollars that he got to jump on there. You know, and again, is that a big deal if it's if your parents are regulated and they know and they and they're watching out for it and the kids being smart. But, like, Epic doesn't want you to fucking be smart. Epic wants you to buy as many of these fucking things whichever way you can fucking buy them. Like, they don't give a shit. Most companies don't because it's a business. So it's it's more, you know, it's like, that's a big deal just because, like, that's a lot of fucking games. That's, all. That's like, as you just said, Pat, maybe all games. Like, who knows? It's a, bulk. Like, it's a, very, it's a very large bulk of these games. And I feel like the only way that, like, you know, this bill could really affect anything is if, you know, they actually looked at, like, you know, how accessible the game is esrb rating because you got games like you know all right yeah if you're trying to say like you know targeted at children if the game is rated teen like fortnite is for instance but it's free to play you what's stopping a fucking you know a 10 year old from going on a computer and just downloading it other than it trying to verify your age which you can just lie about yeah so i feel like the only way that this bill would be effective effective is just to see how accessible that game actually is as well as the ESRB, because you know you can't really like target rated M games just because they're not they're not targeted for children, and most of them aren't free to play. I'm sure there are a few. Um, well, most mobile games are all free to play. If that's really well, the- that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. So yeah. like you, you got to think about how accessible it is. So like a, a lot of mobile games, like phone games on your phone, you just have to download. Yeah. Well, that's why. I mean, how many times do we do you hear about just in your personal lives and just in the video game industry or whatever on Twitter that somebody's like, "Oh, my son uh, loves this fucking weird game, and he bought 
$150 in like tokens like without me enough, knowing enough enough times that it's a problem exactly you know and which is which is why I'm saying that like the only real solution that they could possibly put in place with this bill is just to look at the accessibility of the game yes yeah. you know you can rate a game whatever you want but if it's free to or free to download or free to play or whatever it's not that's not stopping a 10 year old from going on and fucking no. downloading it you know, I don't, it's easy enough to lie about your age. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Th- This issue will never hard. go away completely, regardless, unless they outlaw all video games forever or whatever. But it, it's... Uh, the Entertainment Software Association actually kind of pushed back on the on uh, the bill saying that there's already things in place like parental controls or there's numerous countries that did deem uh, loot boxes not a form of gambling. In turn, they didn't need to be regulated to an extent. Um, so like that, they're willing to help and like give them and give this guy who, uh, you know, who supported it, whoever's proposing the bill, um, kind of like the information that they have, but that the fact that there's parental controls that exist currently to stop kids from, you know, being exploited and using, you know, and purchasing microtransactions and pay to win things in games. But I think, I think for them, I mean, my opinion, I think that falls a lot on parents to watch their children yeah, that, exactly that requires know, the parent to it, go in and actually enable those things exactly if you and if, nowadays some of these kids are so good with their parents' phones that they could probably just go in and turn the shit off anyway that's what I'm saying like you know and it's like, like you know and like if you, I thought my kid was capable of going on my phone that I'm letting him use and I'm not watching I don't know what he's doing and I think he's capable of going on and going on his game and purchasing a thousand dollars in coins I'm not gonna let my phone be on. yeah I'm not gonna let my kid use the phone because I don't want that yeah. to happen you know exactly. so so like you know what is the like I can't even imagine uh like what could this do to really prevent this from happening you know I'm sure there's certain things things that I don't know how you know th- certain things work and parental controls work because we're not obviously we're all not fathers we don't really deal with any of that but it's just interesting to see it's just interesting how this is going to develop and it's also like this is nothing new this is going to take years to, to well, develop yeah, and gonna, mature this isn't like starting like tomorrow or anything it's well it's I mean take a long time yeah. for that bill to pass and exactly you know, actually so. come into play but interesting to uh, to look into. So yeah, it's also crazy to think that the last thing that was actually related to this, that like an actual law, was 1998. Was the last time, which that was just yeah. when the internet was like really taken off, and yeah. like we were we were we were playing, you know, games with with pic- like you know big pixels and stuff, like the, you know. Um, so it's a way different place now than it was in 1998. They talk about it on Kotaku split screen about how like there was a law that was enacted in New York about um uh fuck what is the it's not ping pong. Uh, why can't I remember the name of the machines? Uh, pinball? Atari? Pinball. Thank you, Pat. You oh, read pinball. my brain. Pinball. They ping banned pong. Pin- they ban- I know. I was well. They banned um, pinball because they thought it had like a gambling like aspect to it. Like really? way, way back in the day. Yeah, in New York. And then oh, wow. someone, I don't know that. Just for somebody to like show legislation that like that was bullshit. Like they actually brought somebody into court who was really, really good at pinball. And was like, no, it's, it's not just a game of chance. Like you could be good at it. Like it requires some skill with timing, and like just showed them that, like, yeah, no, you're all y'all are dumb. Like y'all just don't play pinball. <laughs> I, I'm picturing like, some old guy in like a dragon button down shirt with like big <laughs> fingerless gloves on, like and a, his with like a ponytail. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, and his fucking like fingers are just going because he's so good at pinball. And he's like, yeah, no, you could be good. You could be so good at pinball. He's kind of like eyeing like you know everybody in the crowd and like yeah, doing like yeah. the. Like, yeah, he has like a like a strawberry donut in his front pocket, like you know. <laughs> okay. I don't All know. right, I, I want donuts. So, 
Yeah, same. All right. So, yeah, it's uh, definitely going to lead into some more interesting conversations as this kind of continues onward. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what's up with that. But it's definitely a very, very interesting topic. So, sure. Uh, one last piece of news. Jesus Christ, dude. No, Holy we, shit. Are we, we are done. We got to be done. Can you let me finish? Sure. <laughs> last piece of news is I love you guys. Ah, <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> Yeah, you should feel bad, Brian. I feel I feel like that's not actually what the No, that was 100% what it was. Eat my no. ass. I have I, I can take a, a damn I can take a picture of my fucking screen. I'll have another fucking what, thing up here. What is stopping you from closing whatever it was? <laughs> Pat, okay, I take it back. I don't fucking love you. I love Brian. I Brian fucking at, believe me. I, I don't love I don't look, love you a fucking all. I look all. at the timestamp and I literally just had a heart attack. We've been at this for almost 2 hours. And yeah. it's been a good episode, and I just Yo, wanted to end it, on a fun, end it on a nice note, but apparently <laughs> Pat has to be a fuck idiot about it, so... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Dan got us really good there. Okay. Still don't believe you. I love you, Apparently, too. I already got you, Brian, because apparently Pat thinks I'm a fucking <laughs> asshole, so... Real quick, off topic, uh, we all have to recommend that everybody watches... I oh, think yeah, we should, we should leave. ...with Tim Robinson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right away. That's... Uh, if there's any other off topic, please mention it quickly. <laughs> That was it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, great. So that was another episode of the OK Gamers podcast. I am Brian here with Dan and Pat. You can find me at Twitter at Zinzer Brian. You can find Dan at DNO and Pat at PC Mirth. Uh, if you want to talk to us more about anything, video games, music, movies, really whatever, you could uh, get an invite to our Discord, which if you go to okgamers.com, it should link you to an invite. If not, you could DM any of us on Twitter for it. Uh, plenty of people in there are always talking about music, movies, games, etc. Sports. Uh, Sports, yes, all that good stuff. Uh, speaking of which, there's people talking about the It Chapter 2 trailer. Uh, that's been going on right now. It looks really great. Uh, all the memes with Sonic are horrifying, and I love them, so keep them up. Uh, keep yeah. them up. Keep them up. Keep them coming. Keep them coming, Granny. Keep your dick up, Sonic. Uh, I left out loud when Jason was talking about how the, the re-release of Sonic design was just going to be what he looks like now, but he was just going to have a big old floppy dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. Imagine yeah. the animators are just like, oh, we got to redo this. Like, fuck them. We're just going to give him a big old dick. Do you think Sonic's dick would be hairy, or do you think it would be, like, smooth? Hairy at the tip. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking, I was thinking like, uncircumcised, but it's just a hairy-ass, <laughs> hairy-ass tip, and everything, everything else is fucking smooth <laughs> as fuck. It's honestly exactly what I was thinking of. That's really funny. <laughs> Great minds think alike. I guess. <laughs> our poor listeners just got to peer into our brains into a section that they, they didn't oh. need to go. The, the people that are still with us fucking get it. They get it. Yeah, it's true. It's a good point. All right. Uh, thank you guys as always and enjoy the remainder of your lives. Bye. Thank you.